We're live. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Nerdy Up North podcast. It's a nerdy podcast and it's hosted by her Northern Nerds. I am one of your hosts, Sam. And I'm your host, Paul. And we are joined by Nerdy Jesus himself. The I was going to call him the Godfather of Nerd. Is that going to be the new a new little Ooh. name I can give him now? Oh, does that mean if any of your parents die, I have to take you in? No, yes. no. Yes, you do. <laughs> well, you, you've, you've kind of already adopted Goodwill as your as your son as your child. Oh uh, yes, yes. But yes, so we are joined by good uh, the amazing. I need to say Goodwill. He's probably in the chat being a, <laughs> being a dick as as normal. Um, but yes, uh, Jake, like I said, to enlighten us uh, as this topic for today. Let's be honest. This one was Jake's idea. So yes, uh, yes. So we it was do inspired yes. by Indiana Jones himself. Very much so. <laughs> it really touched him, <laughs> <laughs> as as we did in the cinema as well. Black um, <laughs> <yes>. baby. <laughs> Contrary to what people say, I do listen to people's suggestions, so just saying. Uh, <laughs> just, getting, just getting that out there. But yes, so uh, Sammy, how are you? Do you want to do... I'm, I'm, I'm still in your gimmick now. Oh my God, are we doing it? Well, I've done it for a it? while. Like I said, oh we goodness, haven't got 16 million like... people on with us today, so we might as well. <laughs> this feels like all territory, but let's do it. <laughs> how are you guys and what you've been watching? <laughs> A lot even of... worse than it did before. <laughs> yes, um, I I'll go last because you know I always watch the strange shit. So yeah, you very much do. Um, oh, okay, <laughs> I'll I'll take it first. Um, given okay. oh no, actually, Jake, you take it first. I ask the question, you take it. Okay, okay. Um, to be honest, I've been watching a lot of anime this week. Um, mm. I started getting into Mob Psycho One Hundred, which is like. By the guy who did One Punch Man, which started off as like a terribly drawn comic that eventually got turned into like a real manga, then an anime. So don't give up on your badly drawn dreams, everyone. But it's basically about uh, a, a little psychic boy who is like super powerful, but he's like taken in by like a fake exorcist um, who like gets him to do all the real work and he's like really weird and like, like the kids like, you know, doesn't have many emotions. So it's kind of a, he's taking advantage of him, but it's like funny at the same time, but I'm not too far in, but very, I very like much like the style. Oh, and, are you getting all prepared for the new one piece? Oh yeah. I mean, I've one. watched it. I've watched it today. <laughs> Gear five is real people. <laughs> Wait, um, I said to Anthony, I'll watch it with you. I'll also, you saw the crazy journey. animation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've watched one of the animated movies with him. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah. But we're going to watch that. We're going to start the series tomorrow oh, after, wow. of course, Monsters is it. So, is this the yes. live action one started yet? Or it's coming soon. I oh, think it's end of this month. Because I've seen that. Oh, that, that it, was... it looks quite interesting. The, the Netflix one, isn't it? That'll get cancelled yeah. after one season. Oh, yeah. don't. Cowboy Bebop. I wonder Do how you know far the... they can get in one season. <laughs> <laughs> the, sad, the saddest part about Cowboy Bebop getting cancelled is just that it's going to turn people away from the actual anime. And like it's so fucking good and that's coming from me i don't think it'll turn people away because like that's that's everyone's like boilerplate answer when you like recommend me an anime (laughs) because it's like cowboy people yeah because it's finite you know like it's not like a massively like weekly weekly thing (laughs) like (laughs) one piece with 1071 episodes as of today i I know uh, (laughs) lee's just put in it's out the 31st of august now lee went on a bit of an adventure as well tying in with the, the theme of the thing see what i'm doing there 
where he was trying to <laughs> he was trying to search for the uh, the one piece of plushies in B and M, and guess what? Peek. He got fuck all, didn't you, Lee? He did. <laughs> and I, I was saying, I was saying in the chat, in the comments on that one. I'm glad I don't live anywhere anywhere near Donna because she would just Hoover up all those plushies. I'm gonna Bless. check the Newcastle site. <laughs> Fucking hell, Donna's people has been in every single BNM and like say abused the staff uh, oh. to, to to get them. Donna always gets what she wants. Uh, just oh, shaking I'm the shelves his... down. I'm getting one of his spare 2020 choppers, so I don't care. <laughs> but yes, but to be fair though, good goodwill in the chat is right. B and M, if you want to sponsor us, I'm not. I'm, yep. not, I'm happy to do a sponsorship. Um, Absolutely, I use all your cleaning products. I'm good. And home bargains, we're not. We're not shy. Like, <laughs> give us a call as well. Um, yep. So sorry to go off on a little bit of a tangent here because being like, I found out today uh, that mm-hmm. there is an American toy company that do the best figures in the world. They're called Super Seven. And right. B&M have been getting stocks of the Super 7 turtle figures. And these Ooh. figures are normally around about 80, 60, 80 quid. They're wow, selling really? for 20 quid. And you can get uh, Leatherhead, uh, uh, the, the, I've got the, the bird pilot one, the duck pilot. I can't remember his name now. Oh, but yeah. like I said, if you are going to see them, you'll see them in like in a green or red box. You'll have to pull up to actually see like the, the covers. But if you see them in B and M, buy them because they are worth a fucking. Send them polls I mean, with. <laughs> yeah. A, a good, a good little uh, t- hint and tip there. The turtles ones they have got them in. Yes. I'll tell you what they did have in the one I went to, which I hadn't seen before. It was like turtles cross things, mm-hmm. where you got like one turtles action figure and then something else. So like there was a turtles cross Street Fighter. Right. Where it had like Chun Li and like I don't mm-hmm. know Michelangelo or something. But mm-hmm. there was one with like Donatello and Eleven from Stranger Things as well, where mm-hmm. like. He, like she was upside down in the box as well. Yeah, so that like cool, cool the display. I'm sure they're only like twenty quid or something. It's B and M's. B and M, which gonna cost? But all your nerdy need, guys. Yes. <laughs> Get yourself to B and M. Sammy, what have you been watching? Oh my gosh! So I'm on the. I'm back on the Grey's Anatomy's train. Why? Did anyone have a bomb like... in the butt? Did anyone have to get a, a bomb removed from the ass? <laughs> Not yet. Right. I used to watch Grey's Anatomy back in the day when it was live, live on telly, like as in just first came out. And I, I was going to say, live episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. Um, and I got up to the Danny Duquette story and that broke me as a human, like mm. actually broke us to the point where I couldn't watch it again. So I'm trying again. I'm past Danny's story and it's all good but mm. i watched an amazing film yesterday called through the eyes of, Ta- of tammy fair right say that again and make it make it clear through the eyes of tammy fair and it's all about tammy fair baker right um who was a t-evangelicist so she's an evangelicist but she was on television you know these preachers oh, who are on yeah. telly yeah mm. and all hailing and everything and wanting your money they all want your money there's a reason they all want your money yeah, um, Graham, cool guys. Guy. yeah. yeah yes. yeah but yeah, and obviously her husband got done for loads and loads of frauds, things to do with the church and everything. But what I found so interesting, because obviously I go on deep dives, mm-hmm. um, she was one of the first evangelicals and probably the only who never discriminated against the LGBTQ community. Oh, right. wow, just skipped she that part. Loved, <laughs> she just absolutely loved humans. No matter yeah. where you came from, what you did, who you are, who you love, she just loved human beings. And she was the first person in America to have a um, 
a church uh, a reverend who was gay who also had AIDS and it was in the 80s height of the AIDS um, epidemic Mm -hmm. and she was just she was just breathtaking with them but what I found what was really interesting is they never contacted the person the real life person who she interviewed for the film never Mm -hmm. contacted because they generally thought he died Mm -hmm. like they really thought he died because obviously it was it was rife back then it it was a you know a lot there was not a high survival rate Mm -hmm. turns out he actually wasn't at all and got in contact with them and played a massive part with the promotion of it and sadly he actually passed away July this year and I just thought that was just so oh, it's just brilliant it's got Jessica Chastain in it she is mm-hmm. absolutely phenomenal she is unrecognizable mm-hmm. as uh, Tammy V. Baker the prosthetics that they use on her cheeks are amazing <laughs> um, and it's so good so yes it's on um, it's on Disney Plus if anyone's interested in watching it it's really good worth your time nice. Oh, so I've been watching. I've I've watched two things that were quite interesting. Um, one I thought I'd be the most boring documentary I've watched, but it turned out to be really interesting. Um, mm. The Arnie, um, ne- uh, Netflix documentary. It's like a three-parter. So the first oh, part right. is all about his bodybuilding and how he got into mm-hmm. bodybuilding and how he made his money. The second one is about his movie career and why he got into movies and like his process and stuff like that it was quite interesting and the third one was about his political career and mm. he was brutally honest he, yeah. he admitted when he was a dick he admitted when he'd fucked up and um, like like his, how his marriage broke down and it was all his fault he didn't try to yeah. blame anyone it took like he took it all accountability and um, it was just quite refreshing like saying probably the most famous man that's well probably not now but probably in the mm. 80s and 90s he was there was no one bigger than arnie and oh yeah seeing his approach to life and just his take and just his honesty was just so amazing and it's oh. just his like talking and candid they'd say like oh uh, i'll never take your top off now because i'm not like i used to be and like just being so as honest, he and... just has he just has insecurities, just like everyone else. Yeah, and it must uh, be like it must be tough being like a larger than like life yeah. character, mm-hmm. like he was, because <laughs> like like when you say like household name, it's like an understatement, really. Like mm. he was like yeah. further than that. <laughs> if he you was can he was an abs- like when it comes to superstars, like Hollywood superstars, he is definitely one of them. I love how honest this man is. I haven't mm. seen it, and I do want to watch it. But I always thought he was incredibly honest, like with the whole thing with the nanny. Mm-hmm. Hands up straight away. Yep. That's all me. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a lot of time for him. Yeah. But he's at least reflecting. Like, like people are always like quick to be like, oh, they're a bad person because they did mm-hmm. this. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, give them a chance to reflect and like maybe we'll find out why and stuff like yeah. that. But yeah. No, I but agree. I'll watch that. I didn't know it was out. No, it's certainly it was really quite entertaining. Um, and like Let's be honest. There's been fuck all on TV, like say Mm-mm. recently with everything that's going Hence on. Reason and, I'm watching Grey's um, Secret Invasion, but I kind of stopped watching that. <laughs> I've watched it. Did you hear the rumor that came out about it's Secret Invasion? Though this, I, I read no. this today, and it was quite. In, I, I can see why now. You know why it meant to have sucked so bad because it wasn't <laughs> okay. meant to be a TV show. It wasn't originally meant to wrote for TV show. It was originally yeah. wrote as Captain Marvel two. And then they okay. decided not to do that. So Carol mm-hmm. Danvers was cut out because Carol Danvers is mentioned quite a lot throughout uh, like the yeah. show. 
Um, and they decided just to do a, a Secret Invasion TV show instead of doing Captain Marvel 2 with it. So I can see why that worked that way like that did now. Mm. Yeah. And like, uh, I guess spoilers for Super Invasion, like everyone's mad that they jumped the gun on certain bad guys mm-hmm. before maybe Marvel's first family is around to make them make <gasps> a bit more sense and stuff oh, like that. Believe. Don't tease oh, me, Jake. The no, that's not rumors worthwhile. that's flying tease. about that Don't now. Is... <laughs> I, I have got one complaint about the rumours, if it is true. Why are they going to Galactus straight away? It's, yeah. the, it's the one bad guy that's been done over and over with the Fantastic Four. I wanted someone a bit differently to lead into. Uh, Let them have a little ramp up. Yeah. I would be fucking buzzing if that was the case. I'm sorry, but that's just that's just my personal taste when it comes to the Fantastic Four and Galactus. Wow! But Galactus okay. is a Avengers event bad guy. Yeah, he's yeah. like a world event. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh huh. And have you heard the rumors about? I know spoilers, guys. Sorry about this. Um, have you heard the rumors? Because, like, say, with this actor strikes now, I don't know if anyone's noticed all the busy Disney's uh, secrets are coming out. Because the Disney CEO has been a massive bell end, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so everyone's spilling. Have you heard the rumors of how the story is going to play out for the Fantastic Four? And I'm interested if it. If no, it is I didn't this. hear no, any of this. I don't. I didn't. Think. No, I didn't. They're doing the Captain America story again, a man out of time, where these family are going to be like set in the '60s, and then they've been catapulted in whatever way in the modern day. Oh, I so, quite like that. So, oh, that. so that's why the Fantastic Four's not been around because mm. they've been out of time. And they're not going to use multiverse. No. Oh, I love that. Well, I, love I that like so that much. because, like you say, it does explain why they mm. haven't like showed up for anything or yeah. at least been talked about. If he's like a high up there scientist, you know. Mm. You think he would have a name for himself, or there'd be a Baxter Building type of thing? Yeah, and, and there's been uh, no mention of it. Yeah, and the Invisible Woman's going to be the lead. Apparently, she's going to be the focal point. Book, yes. So yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Like, yeah, like Sue. Heard... Sorry, I was Go just going to say Sue probably is the one that people know the least about, so that mm-hmm. kind of makes sense as well. Mm-hmm. And she's fucking badass. She really yeah. is badass. Um, I have heard Adam Driver is definitely not playing Reed Richards. Oh. <laughs> he has come out and said. Absolutely, he couldn't relate to the. He offered it though, but apparently he couldn't yeah, relate yeah. to the role. But um, I mean, who can relate to a super scientist who thinks but, they're smarter than everyone but, else? But what happens if they just say, "Well, I know you don't want to play a Reed, but what about Doom? Because you'd be such a good Doom." You'll be like, "Hang um, on, last time they put me in a mask, people got really mad." <laughs> Fans can I go crazy. through that again? <laughs> Although they did like him, to be fair. Yeah. But um. Sorry, I, I know we just went off on a massive tangent there. Sorry, there. Um, we there tend was... to do that when we're together. Yeah, I like the rumor mill. The Marvel one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is a movie I watched on Netflix that I would recommend everyone to watch just because it completely hit me left field. I didn't see it coming. It's mm-hmm. called Bull. It's basically Bull. a mobster. Like, uh, it's basically this hitman from the mob, uh, from the from like a a company gang, like in the mob. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a very much like snatch or um, like that that type of feel or lock stock, but basically he get he's like a hitman and uh, they think he's been killed, and he comes back to seek revenge, but <laughs> it's it's Love very it. much tongue in cheek, very Eastenders esque shitness. Yeah, but it's very violent. It's very bloody and gory, 
but there's a twist at the end that you just never see coming, and it's so okay. well Ooh. done. And I'll, I'd, I'd like to say, if you're a horror fan as well, I would say watch it for the twist. Oh, okay. Okay, 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 okay. Well, on only, the list, on the about, list. It's, it's only a short movie. I think it's only about 100, yeah. uh, an, an hour and 20 oh, minutes or something like that. Thank God. Uh, I'm getting really... <laughs> I, I can't, I'm starting to struggle with long movies. I don't know what... I, I think mm. when you hit, when I've hit 40, I'm like, oh, you can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Go, we'll stop um, with the polls. I can't see the Oh, chapter. please, I can't see the <laughs> chat. No, we forgot to tell them on. <laughs> um, <laughs> One more thing before we get into this week's episode. I did manage to see The Flash. Right. Oh, really? Yes, I have seen it. Um, I've seen it on Twitter and clips. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yes, shitty CGI. Totally <laughs> get it. However, I actually liked it. It's I too f- it. it. If you get past the first 45 minutes, it's a decent film. The first 45 yeah. minutes is terrible. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I totally agree, and I remember. And I saw saying, that um, scene where he like looks at everyone in the other universes. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; I did shed a tear at oh, some parts okay. of it. Um, I, there was one part in particular I was like, I can't believe I've done that. Um, and it's not the one you're probably thinking of either, from somebody else. Um, yeah, no, but I don't I'm fully aware that me like watching it from a phone screen to laugh at the weird <laughs> things isn't the intended experience. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I no. couldn't escape it. <laughs> I know Dan absolutely hated it, but I okay. didn't mind it. <laughs> it's one of those films where they made it. I'm a bit. Good it's at, done. Yeah, I'm a bit good. I'll at check keep, it out for free. Yeah, I'm a bit good at the keep uh, leaking stuff now, which makes the DC universe think if they were going along, along them lines a lot more interesting like I'm good at that they weren't going to like as, that we're not going to get like Zoom was meant to be the big bad in the DC yeah. universe that is is brilliant because Zoom is the ultimate bad guy I like fuck Darkseid like, not really that bothered mm-hmm. uh, like Zoom can t- literally take out everyone he's a fucking scientist from the future and knows everything absolutely amazing but, but he's yeah. like a dick about it yeah. which is also fun to watch <laughs> and, he's, and he's weak and his weakness is he hates Barry Allen like, he'll do yeah, it. so he, he gets could, distracted. Yeah, he could do, destroy everything, but he's like Barry. It's like, <laughs> he's, 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 oh he's, damn you, Barry! Barry's yeah, like, like that. Interesting. He's just a quick little shit. But yeah, they did like a, um, they did like a cool thing in like the Justice League cartoon where it was like the Flash hadn't really realized his powers, mm-hmm. and I think he ends up like beating Darkseid because he like just like runs so fast. Like he's around the world, he's like everywhere type of thing. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of gets like, oh no, I've gone too far and I think phases out. But I like that idea of having Zoom, like someone who's mastered his speed powers, come yeah. back and then Barry's like, oh shit, like wait, <laughs> can we do this type of thing? <laughs> but not have any time to like react. Oh, I think at the end, Anth just said, call me when Wally's in it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he's a Wally West fan. Yeah. We've uh, <laughs> got so many things. I would even... To be fair, I would have been happier for if they brought Jesse in just for a bit, Jesse Quick. But uh, yeah, it was a movie. Yeah. I, I didn't we quite. Didn't, we, me and Anth didn't hate it. It mm. was. It was. It was. It was. Put it this way: wasn't Aquaman? To be okay. fair, though, uh, there's two <laughs> things that saved it. Uh, Supergirl was badass in it. I absolutely oh, love. Oh, so Ka- good. Ka- 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 so good. Um, and Michael Keaton seeing him as Batman. The, the sad yeah. thing is, as well, there's a whole movie out there that's been made. With Michael Keaton as Batman in, that mm. we'll never fucking see, which is Batgirl. Which oh. the rumors is, if it's as bad as it, it, they see it, fair enough. But 
Michael King deserves, deserves let us to say it. Just put it on a streaming say, device. Let, let us let us ha- let us have the opinion. Don't like just tell us what you think it's gonna be shit. Let us make our minds up on it. Yes. That's my that's my plea to DC. <laughs> Please, James Gunn. Bring back straight to DVD movies. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Who are James Gunn? He's getting so much hate at the moment. Like the rocks after he'll him. Ride it out. Like... <laughs> he, honestly, he'll he will ride it out. It was his birthday yesterday as well. Happy birthday, James Gunn. But, he's a weird one. I can't really get a handle on like what he cares about and what he doesn't because he seems to really care about Guardians and Suicide Squad, but then yeah, he does other, he does other weird stuff, and I'm like, how huh? mm. is it just like yeah? He, maybe he just likes ragtag group things, and he just won't put up with anything else. But, yeah, uh, like the cast he's put together for uh, Superman Legacy, like um, it's a it's a big cast as well. It's not just like Superman versus this guy, this guy. Um, mm-hmm. Having um, Nathan Fillion in as uh, what's he called now? I know he's a, not Hal Jordan, but he's like one of the dickhead lanterns and stuff like that. One of the arsehole He's lanterns. not playing Kyle, well. Kyle no, Rayner. Kyle Rayner, I think it is. Yeah, yeah, I think he's like the American ah. Army one. You know, mm-hmm. like you know. Have yeah. we got? Is Kyle Rayner the one on Darkest? Is it Darkest Night? Awesome. I should know. I walk past this poster every day. We've got it on our well, wall. All the white, all the white lanterns kind of look the same. Like let's face it. <laughs> like there's only John Stewart who really stands out. <laughs> Moving on sideways, except stage left. But yes. Yeah. So, um, so Sammy, do you want to do your disclaimer? <laughs> I most certainly will. Yes. So everything discussed in today's episode is our opinions and our opinions alone. If you'd like to discuss anything from today's episode, please come and join us in the comment section where we can have an open discussion. Oh, what we won't have is anyone coming for us and telling us our opinions are wrong. We can all agree to disagree in fandom. So let's keep it fun, keep it kind, and keep the <laughs> toxic, keep the toxicity out of nerdism. My gotcha. God! Well, it's been a while since you've done it. Yes. No, I do it every fucking week on monsters, and I still and I'm I fucked it up last week. I fucked it up because you didn't week. call yourself the master of ceremonies. <laughs> master of ceremonies. Oh. oh, I like them both. They work. Tired. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just have to like Photoshop some fangs on your face and stuff, and like start turning you actually into the bride of Frankenstein. Photo- Photoshop. I'll, <laughs> I'll just do it. <laughs> <laughs> They're in there. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll be method. <laughs> so yes, Let's so this, this so this week we are doing top five adventure movies. Now, before we get into it as well, because I think this is also an open discussion. What would you use class as an adventure movie? Because like the the typical ones we'll probably discuss as well, but there are so many different movies or anything that could be classed as an adventure movie. Yeah. And this is the conversation I've had to deal with Carolyn, trying not just to find, but walk through my idea. And like one that I didn't pick, one that I didn't pick, and I used as an example was Hunger Games. And Carolyn was like, oh, but it's dystopia. It's, you know, and I says, yes, but Katniss is also when she's in the games is in an adventure. Technically, mm-hmm. like it's still an adventure. She still has to go from like point A to point B. And there's mm-hmm. all this stuff that happens in between. And she went, oh, I get that. If you like splitting it into two parts. Mm-hmm. But that was my thinking when mm. I thought of my list and how I kind of like, you mm. know, yes, you can have anything going on around it that could be classed as sci-fi, even horror, such like that. But mm. if there's something that gets them from point A to point B and stuff happens in the middle, yeah, then that's my that's how I determine adventure. Yeah, I think like Hunger Games hits it because uh, one of them is like you Damn know it. 
stranger in a stranger <laughs> la- it's like stranger in a strange land because she gets took out of her like home city mm-hmm. and plunked mm-hmm. in this weird world that she's yeah. like totally not used to i think that's a good mm-hmm. a good mark of like an adventure when like the main character gets taken away from the home type of thing and they've got to learn all of the new stuff <laughs> yeah so. absolutely no that's good like i say that's uh, glad we're on the same way- wavelength as, as well because like i say my list i've not it's probably been the easiest list i've done in a while but there's probably yeah. been more interchangeables because it's probably the ones yeah. i thought this is on for this reason this is on for that reason oh i like, I like this one so this one i could have had a list of 10 but <laughs> yeah. um like yeah. i said there's probably ones i've left off just because we've talked about recently as well but it's it's always going to be like i said a difficult one so it's always going to be different um i'm going to be a little bit greedy I'm going to start <gasps> us off. Yes. Kick it uh, off. I am going to be, uh, like I say, a bit of a diva, shall we say. So, no, not a diva, which I'll be, I, I will call myself Goodwill. Goodwill is the diva of, of the, uh, with all the demands <laughs> and all the, like, the petulance behavior. Uh, guys, you, you can't believe that the, tantrum, the tantrums we get behind the scenes if we you don't give no good, idea, people. If, if we don't give Goodwill what he wants, Jesus Christ. Um, I'm probably going to get beaten as well. This is the thing. So yeah, yes, absolutely. <laughs> He's being very brave, is Paul right now? No, I'm not. I've been in a safe space. I can reach out and save myself here. I, for one, enjoy working with Goodwill. <laughs> <laughs> is, it, is it? Is it? Is he like a hypno toad now? Is like, like you will be next. Yeah, it was like a, a red dot psych on me. Yeah, right bigger and bigger. <laughs> <laughs> But yes, he is a he is a twat <laughs> though. Let's be honest. He's yeah. a twat that we love very much. Let's yeah. make that very clear right. before we start this. <laughs> be able, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> so my first pick is mm-hmm. the greatest movie that involves walking, involves short people. It has yeah. the <laughs> best, not special effects, but practical effects ever used, and. This movie is the reason why I love cinema. And wow. you tra- travel to a far off world where over the rainbow and uh, the skies <laughs> are still blue. So, yes, uh, The Wizard of Oz. Haha, <laughs> fuck off. It is the best film about walking because you're walking along the, uh, the yellow brick road. And <laughs> it's just so magical. And I, you can take it in so many different ways. There's so many different interpretations of this movie as well. Uh, I know Sam hates it. Sam doesn't like the movie. I, I'm not at no. all. Carolyn recommended, Carolyn, she was shooting out with one. She went, Wizard of Oz. I was like, absolutely not. You know how I feel about this film, but I know fine well it will be on Paul's list. It wouldn't be, mm-hmm. it wouldn't be a Paul's list without not having um, the Wizard of Oz. I'm laughing because people generally thought you were going to Lord of the Oz. <laughs> There's a lot of bait and switch in this uh, in my list there, but yes, so, so it's like, like give them a little bit and take it away. But yes, um, I love it. Brilliant. I, I, for anyone who has like who who has a passion for movies and like not just new ones, the classics, you can't help but be transported when you watch this movie. There is something special about this movie, and like say. And even if you read about the shit that goes on behind the scenes, like like we got Donna and Goodwill so excited last time when we talked about the, the Munchkin orgies, how one of them nearly died after being drowned off a drug overdose in a toilet. 
Um, all this is factual things. The, the Munchkins were the evilest people on the set for The Wizard of Oz, where they had to actually keep them away from Judy Garland because there was that much of a sex pest around her. They kept, like, it, it bordered on harassment. It probably was harassment these days. Um, those those Munchkins <laughs> oh, yeah. were terrifying people. Um, like, was it like, was it basically like there were like a troop of wrestlers, you know, like, like carnival, <laughs> like carnival folk, I basically? Think, <laughs> like, I, I think there were a lot of carny folk there. And where you can't trust them around like polite company. <laughs> so it was basically like if you get them feud with alcohol, they went fucking yeah. ape shit. So that does sound like sort of like old school wrestlers. Yeah, to it be does. Fair. <laughs> but yes, um, it it's just fantastic. Like like again, talking about sweet bait and switch. Like you get in the whole black and white, and as soon as it changes, mm-hmm. it goes to ours, and you get the Technicolor. That just imagine seeing that and like being the time when that came out. Like say what what year was yeah. it? Nineteen thirty nine, when this yeah. film came out. Seeing that on the big screen on the movies because like not it's not like now. Well, it probably is like now how expensive it is to go to movies. It's like a bit of a treat. It's you can't go every week to see it. Yeah. So it was like probably once in a year thing for a lot of people. And seeing that on the screen would have changed a lot of people's lives. Um, I remember when watching it was a kid and just being mesmerized and falling in love with like Judy Garland and like that voice and that everything and being terrified of the Wicked Witch and being happy mm-hmm. as Larry when she got water pulled over and melting and that adventure as well like seeing like as you said the people that you meet on the adventure like making new friends and then the mm-hmm. scary parts it is one of the quintessential adventure movies that has ever been made yeah definitely mm-hmm. it's a it's like a super interesting one as well because like I feel like I kind of missed out because by the time I was like old enough to be watching this stuff, people were already like parodying this in like every cartoon at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I definitely saw a million parodies first before mm-hmm. I saw like the real thing. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, like that like that thing about the change into color can't really be understated because like the wooden they wouldn't have eaten, most people wouldn't have had like color televisions to no. even Mm-mm. see that like it in any form and so you'd go to like this special like movie presentation mm-hmm. and then just be like go to the picture house yeah watch a talkie. the talkies <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like it's like it really is one of those moments in like cinema history like like because yeah. you know you think about it, they had the ability to do color but they decide to start the movie like mm-hmm. in black and white it's just like it's such a good idea like <laughs> it is it is one of my favorite scenes i am i don't know why i have very little love for this movie mm-hmm. don't get us wrong i i i love the fact that it's one of paul's favorites i love mm-hmm. the fact that it's one of my best friend's favorites but i just for some reason i don't i don't get the magic and the warm fuzzy feelings from it maybe just because i'm dead inside who knows but is it because you relate to the wicked witch instead of <laughs> potentially <laughs> like i do feel sorry for rad you know it's <laughs> well, to be fair, I feel, um, sorry for, I feel sorry for the cast what was it like for the snow they used asbestos <laughs> uh, so like say, during like <laughs> the poppy yeah. scene um, like I say, they kept they were Judy technically Gar- off their face. Yeah, they kept Judy Garden on drugs so that she wouldn't eat and drink too much. Oh, so she wouldn't. They were doing that well before the Wizard of Oz and yeah. well afterwards as well. But the scene when it changes and you're going into no, not when it changes. It's when you first go into um the Emerald City mm-hmm. and you see the horses for the oh, first time. Oh, the horse of the and I was oh. Yes, uh-huh. and I was like, I well into my horses when I was a kid, and I, I just remember know, being. If you watch back to My Little Pony, what <laughs> she used to do with the My Little Ponies. <laughs> yep, yep. 
Call yep, back. Yep. I'm, not, I'm not explaining <laughs> it again. You'll have one. to go and find the episode and listen to it. It's Is the episode deleted? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> the fun of the game. Yeah. Yep, find out. And if you remember, let us know in the comments. Yeah, the technical the te- on the horses, that's what mm. got us. That was the moment. That was the only moment I had in there where I was like, Oh, look at that. That was mm. like that's fucking breathtaking. The purple. It was the purple. Mm-hmm. I always remember the purple because it was very much like the same kind of shade in purple in, Mar- in a Mary Poppins scene. And I fucking love Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. So I just love that. Cool. So that's my first pick. Number one. The oh, best, what a lovely way to start it. The best movie it's, about walking. It spawned one hell of a musical as well, which mm-hmm. is its own. Yes. Adventure. Oh, <laughs> from I'm a different point of, of view. It. To be fair, though, we're getting the, we're getting the movie next year, isn't it? Um, yeah, or it's like going to be a Disney Plus thing, but yeah, like yeah. special. I'll watch it. I'm sick of hearing Defying Gravity, but I'll watch it. Go on, no, see me, me, me hit the note. Go on, hit the note, Sammy. Go on. Fuck that. All has delusions of grandeur. <laughs> As you're so popular. Yeah. <laughs> oh, is that what that's off? Yeah. yeah. I see I see clips of um Christian oh I can't say our surname, but um I will just call her Easter. Easter. Um she I see her on TikTok all the time singing it, and I yeah. did not know that was from yeah. I've never seen Wicked, I've never been oh. interested in it. I just obviously know Defying Gravity. Yes. It's cool, I liked it. I've been to see it. And that there, London. Oh, you was already in there, London, did you? Yeah. <laughs> London town, yes. The, the London performance is better. Like, say that actually, when you walk into the theatre, the theatre's lights and everything's all in emerald. Yeah. You've got a, it was a, a Victoria, isn't it? London, Victoria. Uh, yeah, I can remember it was like definitely like an old looking theatre as well, which I love. It's, it's, so, so it's always good when you wander into like an old theatre and you're like, oh, cool. <laughs> I, I, wear a, I wear a lot of green. So like all my honestly, I'm, I've just glanced over at all the dresses I can see are green dresses. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I do kind of like, yeah, maybe I will. Maybe I will enjoy. Do you have a proclivity and... to flying primates? <laughs> <laughs> And that was a secret, dude. I was going to say, I haven't seen Anthony about in a while. He's busy flying. For the <laughs> He's working on the science. <laughs> He's the mad scientist in the back. Oh. <laughs> Getting all the animals oh. to stop talking. But yes, so the Wizard of Oz is my first. Lovely, pick lovely way to start it. Cool. So who's I'll going go next? last. So Jake can go next. Oh, okay. Sam's so mine, risk. mine is um, it's a it's a big one from like uh, from the nineties. So it would have been like when I was a kid. Um, you know what happens you know you're just sitting around you hear some kind of like rumbling in the house uh you find a mysterious board game perhaps (laughs) it's jumanji (laughs) oh you could have really drawn that out (laughs) or what people go back and say lockdown 2022 (laughs) yes when someone started playing that game but yeah god yeah but honestly like like jumanji's it's so cool when you're a kid i mean it's i still like it now but it's just it's got like everything right at the start you know it's got like mystery it's got like you know it's got your classic like you know 80s and 90s movie protagonist where everyone hates them and like you know Mm -hmm. the dad's like a dick and they're like (laughs) nobody understands me and then it's like yeah he gets pulled he time travels kind of technically um but i suppose if anyone doesn't know it's an evil board game 
that pull that can either trap people inside it if you roll the wrong dice. I don't know. He didn't really get a fair shake on that one. No, did, did no, Alan Parrish was very much screwed out of that that yeah. roll of the dice there. Yeah, because because it all hinged on the person he was playing with, like taking her turn. <laughs> yeah, and then she quite rightly just ran <laughs> right. the hell away from that house. <laughs> oh, bless. But yeah. Um, but yeah, so then he, he's uh, shot back into the the future because some new children find the game mm-hmm. the evil game and start playing it <laughs> now you keep saying evil like it's a bad thing that this all happened <laughs> or do you think do you think jumanji is benevolent and it's the children that are wrong <laughs> teach the children a lesson yeah they should never don't mess around with things it's not theirs <laughs> if there's a board Isn't game that the lesson? and some dice i'm gonna roll them <laughs> i love the things that jumanji spawned like said jumanji still holds up now i know like say the yeah, special yeah. effects like the certain i think oh, the vine some things, of them the vines isn't, isn't, isn't that perfect but it's more the memories and like robin williams was on top form on this yeah. but the stuff we oh, got yeah. from jumanji as well like i love the cartoon that was on nickelodeon um yeah oh, it was right. re- like the art style was super like interesting wasn't it yeah. like like dead like sharp lines and stuff yeah it was very different but it was more shown like what was like in jumanji and, yeah. and I'll admit, I fucking love the sequels. Um, I that did, came I've after. not cool. seen the newest one. I've not seen the newest one, but I really enjoyed the the first one. Mm-hmm. It's the it's it's the guy who's explaining the game when they all go into it. The, <laughs> yeah. the, Oh, he's, he's in been, New Zealand, he's, isn't he? He's from New Zealand. Yeah, he's a key, he's a Kiwi, and I was. Is he I not just, one of the guys from Flight of the Concords? I like think so Jermaine because he's also in um, what we do in the shadows. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I think he, he does work with them, but oh, I just I love that scene so much. Like it tickles my funny bone, just especially when he's on repeat. <laughs> yeah, like and the it was really smart and smart of them to just update it and be like, yes, now it masquerades as a, a video yeah. game console. Because if this is some kind of like evil spirit, like of course it would change from the time. Why is everything so evil, Jake? But, that, <laughs> but we, we we don't get like the, the, there's no explanation. Is it an no. evil spirit that takes the game, or is it just basically some voodoo? Some why? Uh, why have I never looked beyond the point that this could be like an evil spirit? <laughs> like I just well, it's it just is for me. It's more <laughs> that it's like a curse, right? Because it's like you know you you start. You like start playing and then you're like bound to finish the game basically. Did so, anyone like, see like, the did anyone see the unofficial sequel that came out? What Zathura? Zathura or something like that. But it was yeah. like Jumanji wow. but in space. People said it was good, but I didn't because no. it felt like a straight to DVD kind of deal. <laughs> it should have been if it wasn't. I don't know if it did get a cinema release, but it had that guy yeah. out of um like oh, without a paddle and stuff like that, he was he's married to oh god uh, yeah oh Dak Shepard Dak Zach Dak Shepard, the worst yeah. comedy comedian I've ever seen. Yes, that movie he, is he terrible. He was funny in his one. episode in um, Always Sunny, but that was about it. <laughs> but yeah, they pretty... they just elevate people. Like if anyone shows up in that show, <laughs> yeah, um, they lift them up. <laughs> I'm trying to think as well. Was this thingy second appearance? What you called? Kirsten Dunst. Kirsten Dunst. Oh god, yeah. Kirsten Dunst. The first thing she ever did was interview with a vampire. vampire. So oh, we're... I could be very wrong with that, but that is the one that she's really well known, known for. for. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And didn't she do um Stepmom? Was that Kirsten Dunst with um Sandra? No. 
Susan Sarandon so, and, and Julie, Julie Roberts. Julie Roberts. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I was just more concentrating on the mums in that one. I get, I get, <laughs> I, do you know what? When it comes to children actors, Evan Rachel Wood and Kirsten Dunst have such a look of each other that it kind of like throws us a little bit. So I could be completely wrong with that one. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Plus she was only in the start because she was like the young like she was like in the past i think wasn't she no she's the older no she's the in oh is she one of the modern okay got it got it got it but yeah like it's like i I do love that part though where the girl the try and have to try and find the girl who was traumatized by jumanji yeah and she's like spent loads of money on therapy and like getting over things and is into like crystals and stuff and then they show up and she's just like no 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 (laughs) this is not real i've spent like so much money (laughs) pretend like to get this out of my brain i just feel like she's me now yeah. <laughs> using, <laughs> using the crystals to get over it uh, but like were, honestly... were you trapped in jumanji or did you watch someone get trapped in jumanji or something? <laughs> who knows can't tell <laughs> evil spirits and everything <laughs> maybe maybe yeah, we need to just... do a monsters episode on the board game <laughs> you should <laughs> Spoilers! Spoilers now. Um, <laughs> it creates. I mean, to be honest, the the it creates like mass hysteria in the town. Like the monkeys get out and start shooting oh, guns at the policemen. Fucking monkeys! <laughs> and like, oh, and the worst the part lion. about Jumanji is it taunts you as it's going on because it's like you're like pops out these little riddles that you read uh-huh. that give you like a hint to what's coming next and, and you're then... trying to think of it but it's already just about to happen and you're like no 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 no, just wait i'll get it i'll get it i promise and the friggin house is full of spiders and you're oh, like, oh, I don't know spiders here. no um, we're good but practical spiders there. as well <laughs> it was the first film where you actually saw like in hollywood they're renowned for casting kids that look nothing like the adults as well but the kid yeah. they used actually looked like a young yeah. uh, robin williams so you kind oh, of bought okay. into that as well yeah and like it like i say it was your very like standard like sad tale of a child who gets bullied but then he gets even worse things happening to him yeah but then he does have a happy bullied. ending but he gets to go back and do it all over again so he gets to he doesn't just he yeah. doesn't just stay as he is he gets to go goes back, back and be the kid and mm, have yeah. the life and stop the parents from getting, getting on the plane. plane and doesn't he like work the stock market <laughs> or something because he becomes rich at the that end fucking house <laughs> hey yeah, let's get into trainers we're missing that's something a, here and he saves the kid's parents because he tells them not to go on the trip that yeah. kills them yeah. what was it which called, is uh, against final destination yeah, laws but yes. you know <laughs> this is jumanji laws <laughs> to be fair though to- and the next jumanji tony todd will come back and tell them did anyone <laughs> did anyone notice as well that like the the hunter that comes out is like his dad, dad yeah. basically yeah. it's like a, it's like a little a little bit Homage, of cerebral Homage. stuff there like <laughs> yes no definitely yeah. jumanji is a good pick it's it's good probably pick. is one of the like definitely unusual adventures it's one of them ones where the they don't really go far, but no. they obviously learn a lot from it. <laughs> it's like the ho- the horrible world comes to them, doesn't yes. it? Like the strange new world <laughs> comes out into the real world. Yeah. For me, it's one of those films where I'd, I'll never go seeking it to put it on. Yeah. But if it's on, I can't turn it off. Like, I'm watching it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like that with Kindergarten Cup when it used to be on Channel 5 all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no, I'd watch that anyway. <laughs> Boys have got a penis, girls have got a vagina. <laughs> yes, it is no matter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh Kindergarten Cup. What a... <laughs> what? Yes. 
So yes, uh, that's going to be have to be like a top five action stars acting with children or something. <laughs> oh, like yeah, that. let's let's go, let's let's break it down even further. So we've done action. Now we do action stars who've worked with children. So <laughs> These all can't pick kindergarten calls. So how many? How many? Look, oh, talk. Look, who's talking? Was there? Was there three? <laughs> was there four? I don't know. I can't remember that. I know John Travolta was in dogs? the first two. Oh yeah. Then it was like yeah. I think there was then three, then animals. Yeah. So there was Lockers Talking, Lockers Talking 2, and Lockers Talking Now, I think it was called. Yeah, which was like the cats and dogs. And it's like, oh, yes, you're going to work this joke for two hours. Hey, that Kirsten, was it Kirsten Stewart? Not Kirsten Stewart. Kirsten Allen. Kirsten Allen and John Travolta. Where their careers went before, so yes. Oh, God, Kirsty Alley's dead. Yes. She's she's up there with Princess Di and all the angles. She's with with the angels. She got took back to the mothership because wasn't she a Scientologist? Sorry, I shouldn't be making jokes. <laughs> You're gonna get sued. Oh, if, they come, to... if this get turns off now, you know why. Yeah, you so crossed the line with a Scientologist. They're gonna be watching us out the window now, aren't they? The best. Look, talking Scientology right off. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> That's right off. Done. Yes. But Sam like can it. have a pick now that <laughs> yes. we've uh, digressed. <laughs> oh well, I'm gonna. T- I'm gonna. Bring it back round to Paul's, and this is a walking movie. <laughs> and this did come out in 2001, and it did spawn one of the greatest trilogies of all fucking time. I don't care what any of you say, <laughs> it's one of my favorites, it's one of the most predictable picks I'll make today. It is Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Sorry, guys, no, but we're picking which fellowship one? though. Which yeah. one? All- you Dick. said I could only have. No, no, I did not. Dick, 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 said... what did I say, Dick? You, can you, said, pick... you said it had to be treated as separate movies, so you yep. have to pick one. Yeah, that's I what I said. You said, oh my God, I read that the total wrong way around. I said to Anne today that I could only pick it as a one thing. No, no, okay, no. then. I'll look at Lord of the Rings, Two Towers. Cool. Okay. It's an easy, fine. easy pick. For all I, that I love. I would... I would go fellowship, but that's cool. But I love the fellowship, but it's only up until the create the fellowship that I'm kind of like, okay, that's like my favorite scene. And then after, I do love the Mines of Moria. That mm-hmm. is good. But you can't beat the Battle of Helm's Deep. Mm-hmm. And ah, so you're it a big battle the, fan. Oh, yes. And I love um, Theoden's um, return from and, the dead. I um, love that whole scene. And Aragorn um, being I a love... cocktease as well. I know. <laughs> I know that part can't be helped. You know, she <laughs> he really wasn't reading the signs. That's the problem. Um, I, I think he was. I didn't think he liked the attention. He wanted all it to be about him. He hadn't. He hadn't had it for a while. Let's be honest. Um, but I suppose I that's the one where they me. introduced Gollum as well, isn't it? Probably. Uh, Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not. You know. I look, I don't get us wrong, like Samwise is my guy, always mm-hmm. will be my guy. I'm watching the two I'm watching the two towers for the when they're at um is it Rohan? Mm-hmm. Rohan, Rohan. Yeah. Am I saying that right? That's what I'm watching it for. Like the battle of Battle of Helm's Deep is one of my favorite battles. If mm-hmm. I can have a favorite battle, that is it. Um I couldn't pick Return of the King Mean. I've got a massive argument in the car on the way home. Um, <laughs> Because he was saying, because I generally thought you meant I just had to treat it as a whole and not just pick one. <laughs> so that's why I said the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, and he says, yes, but then you get, then you get the Death Army. And I says, I know, but 
I says, what had shown you really is <laughs> Tolton's writing skills at this point. Because, and he went, yeah, it is, because he got himself into a fucking hole and he couldn't get out of it. And this is why he had to create the Death Army. That's how we did it. That's how we got, and we got this. And then he, and then he created eagles as well. So. No, he already <laughs> had the eagles. They were already there, if you notice. That's how... Um, didn't Gandalf get in the fucking mode, although, did it? No, because then, <laughs> as Tolkien said... What's the fuck? That's the end of the story. Well, take take the eagles out. <laughs> I don't want the eagles in. <laughs> but then you need to get Gandalf off the. Th it needed. They needed to be there, but I get it. I tree beard could have helped done. him. Tree beard was an interest, but even oh, the fucking trees been... walked in the movies. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's lower than everyone else as well. But they still walk. And <laughs> I do. I do like that part though, where like. The try they're like sitting in the tree court. That's probably like Paul in real life watching the movies, like falling asleep when like when like the trees are having a really slow conversation, and they're just like, "Please help us." And just... <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a, he's a to, be, to be fair, though, Two Towers is the be is the better it, movie because it it's the one with the least walking in. <laughs> it's the one with the least Frodo story in it. Yeah. Let's be honest, because it and I don't get us wrong. Like I do, I, I get the reason why we're there for Lord of the Rings is because we're there to destroy this ring. Mm -hmm. But there's so much more going on in this world that, like, that's just a tiny part that I could honestly quite take out of all the films and not be mad about it. Apart from the Sheila bit, because that's one of my favorite yeah. scenes. Oh. Um, but. I just, I do, I love, is it theatre? Am I saying that right? I could be saying yeah, that it's, wrong. Right. None of us are going to pick you up no. on it. But like, I, I'm kind of like, did you, when you first saw it or whatever, like, did you like enjoy it? Because I'm one of those people where I didn't like Lord of the Rings at first, like until I'd seen the extended version, which I know is a tall ask. <laughs> I've done, but, I've done the extended versions yes. in a day. And but did you like? Did you watch the regular yeah. theatrical cut first and, oh, and enjoy yeah. it? I went to the pictures so, to see it. I, I got a bad oh, neck because because yeah. because at the time this was what everyone was going to see. So you had to oh let's yeah. all go and see it, and it sold out. So the, the only seats you had was like at the front and near the thing because like I, I, I didn't <laughs> we we didn't used to pre-book back at the time. We used to be able to oh, go yeah. and get what tickets were available. So General I remember admission. sitting sitting like this. Going, my neck fucking hurts. Will this when will fucking it end? end? Um... Oh god, I wasn't like that at all. So I remember being at where Bolden Cinema is, and it mm. used to be Virgin, and they used to have the Virgin Mega Store there. They used to have mm. like where all the figures and the posters and that were. Right, and right. I remember flicking through them, and there was just an image of a black poster with the ring in the middle. This is well before a fucking trailer or anything that came out. I lost my shit that poster was fucking bought um <laughs> and then a couple see my ex worked at the cinema at Bolden, so i got to see them all the friday before they came out and then would repeatedly go and see them over and over again i've probably <laughs> seen these at the cinema more times than i've seen them at home sam's um, the reason you couldn't get tickets on opening <laughs> okay. day it's because i was there <laughs> i was there taking up the seats um, the friends and family <laughs> yeah but i absolutely loved it i mm. didn't i was I was quite impatient at the mm. time. Like now I, I get pacing and I get that we have to wait. And Game of Thrones has taught me a lot about that because fuck me, I had to wait a lot of years for certain uh, stuff to come out with them. But I was so impatient. I mm. wanted the next one straight away because I I haven't actually read the books. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of singing. There's a, there's a lot of songs in the books. I just don't. 
That's what the like, yeah. the Mary one. After, after the first movie, I started reading like the Two Towers book. Oh, really? And like, unfortunately, uh, the Fellowship movie goes further into the into the book series than, yeah. So like you start off two towers and it's part of the end of the fellowship movie. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, oh no, I'm reading the th- the thing I've just watched in the cinema <laughs> again, <laughs> and it's drawn out and much longer. And I'm like a like you know a teen, so I'm not really <laughs> ready for this. <laughs> um, I do. It's like one of the books that I want to read. Like yeah. you know, I did I did Harry Potter last year, and mm-hmm. I'm doing the Hunger Games now, which is a pretty pissy easy read. And the, I, I'm loving. I feel it. like I feel like they're almost like reading like you know university text. Mm. Like if that makes yeah. sense, <laughs> like yeah, you have to be like in a learning mood. <laughs> my, dis- my dyslexic eyes can't take the small letters either. Yeah. Sometimes, so it does. It takes us a little longer to read small text it didn't help that, that talking is... made up his own words for a lot of stuff as well so like he actually yeah, created words for the book as well with, so. a, lot yeah, of, so with did... a lot of apostrophes in and stuff like that but i, I think... think i'd be used to it with like game of thrones because george R. R. martin obviously took a lot of inspiration oh. from tolkien and he's yeah. done exactly the same thing mm-hmm. the only thing like the the, the game... shadow that like lord of the rings is cast over like fantasy yeah as a genre is like massive like D is just basically rip off of like everything tolkien it was just the dis it was like they were making fan fiction really they were like what yeah. if it continued on <laughs> but, it's more but i don't though. think see that as a bad thing yeah. though i really know it's, 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 it's dead like interesting huge, oh massively and it's such a huge prop to tolkien as well like he wasn't yeah. perfect yeah like I, I he think, really wasn't perfect yeah i think my biggest not uh, there's a few issues I've got, and again, I'm not going to be a dick and just say, "Oh, it's a shit." It's not. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's it is a masterpiece. There is absolutely brilliance in these movies, the performances and stuff like that. But the, my thing that not upsets me, but everything that comes out now afterwards that's in the fantasy realm is always compared, and I know that is always going to happen because nothing's yeah. ever going to live up to Lord of the Rings. Let's be honest. Mm. Nothing unless they remake it again and they put another twelve hours of walking in it again. Um, <laughs> but like the subtle things that annoyed us is like things. It's the same things that annoyed us with Game of Thrones. The things that you wanted them to take the time with and and take, be patient yeah. with. The rushed like things like yeah. Aragon. You thought he was dead, and then five minutes back, he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm back." It's like you could have played that out a lot more, and it would have had a better impact but again it would have had a huge impact especially the scene mm. that when he walks through the door i, mm. I remember getting um you remember when you got gifts in cereal mm-hmm. and it had a hologram <laughs> oh of, yeah of him walking through that i used to sit for fucking hours just watching him walk through this door <laughs> watching and flicking guys watching and flicking. <laughs> but yes he's got uh, a look about him that man <laughs> <laughs> but yes so um so yeah, so, two yes. towers. If we ha- if I have to pick one out of the three, it's two towers. Cool, very good. So back to I, me. I, I was going to say like I like the little the Hobbit town stuff, like the bo- the boring mm. stuff. So I like the first one. Anytime someone <laughs> says the Hobbit, I always get instantly get the Hobbit music in my head and just want to like yeah, just flunked the, around everywhere. Just, <laughs> with the drunk. shoes off, hairy feet, and just enjoying like nice food. Yes, I, I can't show it, but yes, light, I do man. have my shoes off. <laughs> <laughs> he's no no longer nerdy Jesus, so he is now the hobbit of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> he's not short, guys, don't worry. But yes. It's not Bilbo, Sam, and more Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, so he's gonna have 17 million endings, but yeah. 
Um, <laughs> just, just one ended would have done. But yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> get, it out. get it out. Just get it out of your system. Right. So I'm going to take us back to the 80s. Oh. Right. So again, I'd like to say one of the greatest uh, adventure movies that has ever been shown on screen. It involved a group of kids going on an adventure where the kids, where the parents don't know what they're doing. Best kind, yep. Yep. And it's called, well, it had two names, shall we say. It had a UK name and an American name. So I believe in America it was called Adventures in Babysitting. Ah. Uh, All right. And I think in the UK it was called A Night on the Town. I think you're right. Yes. Because I'd never heard of like the adventures of babysitting but that mm. explains why <laughs> like yes. you know, now, until i like you know learned what it was this is it's one of them it's, it's not a pg uh 80s film it was it would have been a 12 because there is some bad language and like some adult kind of humor in this but for just absolute fun and just chaotic 80s like uh like adventure movie it is absolutely brilliant, and it stars the amazing Elizabeth Shue, who I had the big, I still have the biggest crush on uh, to date. Hasn't changed. No, she is absolutely <laughs> gorgeous. But the soundtrack for this is brilliant. The kids aren't annoying; they they've got the right level, and it's predictable as fuck. Like it is one of the most predictable things. But it was one of the first films that I watched as well that mentioned Marvel superheroes in. So I got really yeah. excited because the little girl in it who is, is fucking adorable. She's obsessed with Thor. But mm-hmm. in the car as well, she mentions Daredevil because she's getting all excited about going to New York. She's like, oh, we're going to see Daredevil, Matt Murdock and shit like that. It's like, fuck <laughs> yeah, I, I'm relating heavenly to this. Um and as being a teenage boy who used to have crushes on uh, uh, the older lady, still still kind of happens. Uh, I, I related so much to like say the, uh, Brad, the character in this as well, because he had a crush on uh, the babysitter. But everything that could go wrong on in a night that should have been just simple and easy, like did go wrong. There's basically one hooked uh, mechanics that's trying to kill someone that's fucking his wife. Um, there's basically carjackers, there's um, mafia guys, there's playboy covers, there's a cheating boyfriend. It's everything that the 80s had and in abundance, and it's just one of the fucking one of the most fun movies you will ever see. Agreed. It is Dan's favorite movie of all time. Mm-hmm. She fucking loves it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anne suggested it today and I went I can't pick that one because I know Paul's picked it because he's watched it over the last couple (laughs) of days and two because I've only ever seen it once Mm -hmm. and to me if I've only watched it once I've not watched it at all because I have the worst memory in the world so I couldn't (laughs) when you've just mentioned stuff there it's like kind of come back to us Mm -hmm. I do remember at the end of this I was like I think we watched this and Monster Squad on the same night and I was just like riding that 80s fucking high <laughs> throughout the whole thing it was a magical night <laughs> but yes like everyone in it just like it it's it's not a complicated movie it's it is very mm-hmm. much like s- silly by numbers but it's got so many iconic bits in as well i don't know if jake's seen this movie or remembers this movie uh, just once same as sammy and it was probably like when i was a kid <laughs> it's it's when they go into the blues club like for the back yeah. entrance, and they go on the stage, and they try and leave, and the and the sing goes, 
everyone got sings the blues and you see the panic but then they start singing the babysitter blues and like it, it's so much fun and so hilarious but and then seeing... i do remember that part and it's almost like parodied in um wayne's world i think like in a similar, similar kind of thing or even like <laughs> uh, it might have been just a joke in like um like 80s movies thing because remember the like the blue oyster in police academy they go in the club and yeah they've got to dance with the, like the men and stuff like that it's like oh, yeah. has, if, if you go into uh, fanboys if you go into like a say, an american club you've got to play by their rules yeah. apparently so yeah, yeah. whereas Fanboys you would just get exactly tackled by bouncers now if you like ended up on stage accidentally <laughs> but back then they would turn the spotlight on and be like hang well, on if a you second. want to be up there you're gonna have to dance for it <laughs> yeah, do the strip but yeah adventures and babysitting and like watching it's it back so like the other night it's still entertaining it's still fun and it's it reminds you of a time in the 80s where they were making stupid movies like these. They weren't yeah. looking yeah. to making sequels. They weren't worried about franchises. It was just a fucking oh. good movie that you Simbl- wanted to watch. Similar and... times. Yes. <laughs> like some some of the stuff you were saying there, like was bringing sort of memories of like Uncle Buck in as well, where it's just like, you know, unlikely, mm-hmm. like looking after the kids, everything goes wrong. And it's just like, like nowadays people would like pick apart movie plots and be like that wouldn't happen or like you'd get arrested yeah. for that but i feel like <laughs> i feel like in the 80s like you didn't care as much no. and maybe in real life you could get away with a little bit more <laughs> before like the authorities got involved it was the weekend it was the weekend of bernie's effect i think but uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um that's a major crime <laughs> yeah you, you'll get wrong for that but yeah the, um and having vincent de Lof- de, de i can't say it uh, who plays, uh, plays Kingpin? He's been in loads of big uh, like movies now. Is unrecognizable unrecogni- in this movie, where he plays a mechanic who looks a lot like Thor, and he's yeah, got long blonde it. hair and everything. And it's like, wait there, you're Kingpin, but really you're Thor. But yes, yeah. It's how's that for on... a multiverse? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's actually mentioned on this week's episode of Monsters that that is the only Thor that Dan will recognize is yeah. Vincent D'Onofrio. <laughs> Yes. Well, you can let Dan Spoilers. know. If you can let Dan watch this one, let let know we do mention adventures with babysitting, so she she might enjoy Absolutely. it. <laughs> so yes, so that's my second pick. Good, good, strong pick, Jacob. Going back to me. Okay, mine is also a a silly, silly, silly movie adventure. Uh, Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey <gasps> is one of my Fuck, favorites. Yeah. Controversial though, because you think you didn't pick the first one, but I love the second one. Yeah, like best out the two. Don't get me wrong, absolutely love like the first one, but I think it's uh the fact that instead of like historical figures, it's like obviously like they go to hell and heaven and everything, (laughs) and you kind of get like a bit more of a weird glimpse of the future. Mm -hmm. And yes, I have seen the third one, so. I'm picking oh, wow. my favorite. We um, <laughs> we were, I've seen it, and I actually I don't mind the third one. It's just a, it is what it is. It's a bit of fun. We yeah. had it on on the Sunday we were away at the cabin. Mm-hmm. And we oh, had yeah. it on, and and I have never seen my mom so angry at a movie before. Really, like so angry. <laughs> like they look like, and I do like to see your mom taken... angry. <laughs> like they've just taken a massive shit on the whole franchise. I was like, on the majesty. <laughs> <and feeling laughs> We're there, and Connor Reeves going, dude, 
Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> what did you expect? <laughs> but yeah, I've never seen the woman so angry. Well, but I love the second one. Yeah, so like this was like a big, a big one of those movies that like like a watch with your dad type of movie for me because like he would have got all of like the musical yeah, references mm-hmm. and then taught me them like how like to get into heaven they have to like. What, I can't remember even when what they have to, oh what is the meaning of life mm. yeah and they start like doing the lyrics like every rose has a thorn <laughs> and, like and they actually get like let in <laughs> oh god and it's just the... death as well yeah like I the... love death and the rush just how the, the... <laughs> yeah like the... <laughs> the, the they get the whole like you know like oh you've got to challenge the reaper like in the like because obviously the like dumbasses from the 80s are like all right well like we're not gonna play a chess. Like, what about battleship? <laughs> like you something we're good my at. Battleship. I'm gonna lose everything. But uh, yeah. in Twister, with like you know all that all that uh, uh, comedy that comes from Twister. We also the... have a Star Trek reference heavily running through. Yeah, the um the desert that the it's the fight with the. Oh, is it that famous rock? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That, where that all happens is when. The, when I'm so glad on. you got that from the music I was singing. Thank you. Oh no! <laughs> like that. I mean, that rock is like in like B movie history, like that kind of that desert area, isn't it? Yeah. Because like, I think there's a lot of shots. Isn't it that that really famous like movie about the giant ants attacking? I'm sure one of those shots they've got like the Could ants be, coming over it the is horizon. Like a, it is like a big low like yeah. mm-hmm. location but yeah star trek was filmed there mm-hmm. mum always points that out <laughs> yeah and like in, in in those little weird alien station guys like oh, that station became, yeah that became a thing and it's got like the faith no more guitarist being like station <laughs> oh. i love how how um goodwill's straight in there with exactly what the fight was <laughs> i'm still Kirk i'm still Ross is gone and again like I say, sorry to, to play on type as well. It it, it had a great step moment as well. Oh yeah, <laughs> and she's like she's married like to a different uh, dad, dad every time. <laughs> and the third one, she marries his brother. Yeah, the young <laughs> and brother. All okay with it. Like Bill and yeah. Ted are fine with this situation. <laughs> yeah, like Bill and Ted are one of those things where like people. If they haven't like actually seen it, they'll be like, "Oh, it's just like like a dumbass stoner comedy type of thing." <laughs> but it's like it's the kind of like the opposite. Like they're just like the massive himbos, basically. Yeah. That they're, they're fine with everything. They'll just like roll with stuff. Like obviously they're getting problems, like getting <laughs> shipped off to military school. Um, but yeah, just the the whole concert at the end as well, where like it's like they're playing that Kiss song, "God Give Rock and Roll to You." It's just so cool. Like it's like it's cheesy as anything, but it's like yeah, what if a song was good enough to like unite the world? And then they kind of like they do sort of get rid of it in the new film, which is weird mm-hmm. um, because things change. <laughs> yeah, but you could say it's like you could say it's like a. What like commentary on time travel stuff? How it's like you can't oh. change everything. It's no. always gonna like Mm-mm. head back there. George Colin yeah. as Rufus as well. Like what did I? Oh, he's so cool. Yeah. yeah, his stand-up is some of the best stand-up ever created. Like he is. He's he the is... opposite of Rufus in his stand-up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <very laughs> massively, <laughs> massively, in his, and especially in these Kevin Smith roles as well. But um, yeah. he's such. I just yeah, be the, the, the laws of the road in them films. But yeah. Um, yeah, like I just love all the stupid like music references as well when mm-hmm. they like get away from death and like, hey, hey Bill, 
don't be the reaper. <laughs> like, like that kind of thing. Um, you know what? Yeah, like it's it's one hell of a journey though, like oh, through heaven yeah. and hell. Uh, that, <laughs> I love Pasadena. the bunny scene as well. You know, and the but with the Easter bunny. Mm-hmm. That's I love horrible, the bunny chasing after. I think it's fucking great. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, though, and this is going to sound really weird. Like I loved the first one, the uh, mm-hmm. Amazing Adventure, because it learned us how to uh, learned me how to. Sorry, it taught me how to say shit in French. Because uh, oh, Napoleon was wow. like saying "murd, murd, murd," and it was like it was like uh, the subtitles for it was like "shit, shit, shit." I was like, "Is that how you see it?" So I got used to get weird with like saying "shit" a lot when I was a kid yeah. just by saying "murd." So yeah, oh uh, yeah, I mean that stuff with Napoleon is pretty great. What <laughs> <laughs> oh, Polo? I do that a lot with subtitled films when I when I realize a word in their languages is the same in ours. So mm-hmm. I always point out and they go, "I know how to say this in Japanese, and it's the same word." <laughs> He loves that joke. Every yeah, time. he fucking hates it. <laughs> oh, I do it all the time. Who and like say I don't know why he puts up with you some of the times. <laughs> sixteen years. It's been sixteen years. And it's all documented on this podcast. Side. <laughs> <laughs> We've got you on. We'll, we'll look after you. We'll, like see if you blink three times to know that you that you're still safe. But yeah. <laughs> That's if he ever came on here. We'll, we'll see him next week in person. Like we'll make sure Drinking he's alive. That, 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 he's, yeah. that he's not got cigarette burns on his arm off the torturous Sam. Wow. <laughs> Great <CS>. stuff. <laughs> so, so yes, Bill and Ted's not excellent adventure, but bogus journey. Love that you yes. picked the second one, Jake. Love it. Yeah, I think it was just more silly, and it became there was more things that me and my dad used to say to each other from that movie. I think. <laughs> I think this one got more success because Did adventure. Didn't come out in the cinema in the UK. Come straight to DVD. It's straight to VHS. Oh, really? oh okay. Um, I just had them taped on a tape, you know, like on a tape both, from both of them on a long play one. Yeah, <laughs> or, a I, might, one. I might be wrong, but I'm sure the second one came out the same time as Roger Rabbit because around I remember yeah. like being at the old ABC in the town. There was a double feature. You could either see Roger Rabbit and Bogus Journey. <laughs> that's okay, one hell yeah, of a that's feature. That's a day of that man. <laughs> that's such a day. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love it. Cool. So yes. So it's Sammy's mm. second pick. Okay. <laughs> it's so. t- it's uh, the Hobbit. Not quite. Not quite. Um, mine is a mine. This next one is from. Oh, help me out. 1991, mm-hmm. and I am as as I have pointed out on numerous of our Disney talks that I'm not I'm not a huge like massive fan like yes I love them and I have a bit of nostalgia when it comes to it but not the biggest one but the one that I love the most story-wise is Peter Pan Mm -hmm. and I adore it so much um so I went with I'm finding this very hard to introduce this um (laughs) I went with the movie that was I don't know I just I watched it recently and I felt like I'd been taken back Mm-hmm. to being a kid and watching it for the first time because it was so fucking magical i love robin williams in this film i so wanted to have that pixie haircut like julia roberts it is the <laughs> 1991 hook amazing nice one, one. Of, one of robin yes. williams biggest flops which seems insane how. yeah <laughs> yes rufio rufio rufi oh, oh. <laughs> i am um, 
I re I, I realized how much I was into goth culture when mm. I clapped eyes on Rufio because <laughs> fuck me, did I want that black and red hair. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I watched it re- like it's always been like Peter Pan's always one of me, me special, me special Disney movies and stories as well. I love yeah. the story. Um, but I remember this has always been like a back burner movie. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I'd catch a glimpse of it now and again, but I never sat down and properly watched it. And it wasn't until maybe last year, I sat in like, no phone watched it, like was paying attention. And I just I sat, I cried throughout the majority of it because I just had them warm, fuzzy feelings of like, mm. oh, I feel like such a fucking kid again. And it was lovely. Yeah, which is the point of the whole movie, isn't it? Not, I to, know. not to lose your childhood. <laughs> and I thought, I'm having a movie with Robin Williams playing a grown-up Peter Pan is just genius. But the standout, mm-hmm. like Dustin Hoffman as Captain <gasps> Hook. Like, great. I know Captain Hook's always been a great villain or a great character yeah. in like Peter Pan, even in like say the the um the Barry books, um like even the cartoon. Even Disney one, he's fucking class, man. <laughs> but this was amazing. Seeing this version of Captain Hook was just breathtaking. Like his interaction Bob with Boskin Hoskins, 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 Hoskins yeah. me. <laughs> Them like, two together is just it's magic. Yeah, like when they're on the ship, I, he's like, uh, "Shmi, I'm gonna kill myself this time, and this time it's really time." It's stop me, Shmi. Why aren't you stopping me? And it's like, <laughs> <laughs> just it's the. The fact that even to this day, even till right now, at 40 years old, I still cannot see Dustin Hoffman behind that makeup. No. I still can't see him. I he's still can't make him out. <laughs> yeah, he's just a completely different person. I still can't picture Dustin Hoffman from, and I love Kramer versus Kramer, mm-hmm. and that's the Dustin Hoffman that I can't fit into that makeup. Yeah. And that's just the epitome. It's good fucking makeup. It's, and that's uh, what I appreciate a lot in movies. It still blows your mind that Glenn Close was a fucking pirate. And yes, he just, she it's was. like, what the fuck was going on there? But like, it's amazing. <laughs> she got the boo box, didn't yeah, she? She got the boo box, yes, with the scorpions. Um, but like, all the things, like, um, like you don't really realize the references. It's like, um, uh, he'll crow, he'll, he'll fly, he'll fight. And then he'll die. Um, but it's got one of the Sorry, most. I love po- that laugh. <laughs> it's got one of the most poignant lines as well. As well as like uh, to live is uh, is an adventure, but to uh, to die is the ultimate adventure and stuff like that. Like the interaction Ooh, yeah. between. Uh, like, you just give me chills, Sam. Yeah, that. <laughs> uh, like say Hook and and Pan grown up, and like the sword fighting as well. Um, it was so well paced, and the Lost Boys, like all the Lost Boys, had great characters, and one of the best food scenes. That, that, oh that, my god! That doesn't even like can't even put in words how hungry it makes you when you see yeah. that. You could have, you could be having it just after your tea, and you're watching, saying, "I want that cake." That fucking that turkey. blue ice cream. <laughs> like, yeah. What is that goo they are eating? Just give me it. The colours, everything. Um, I love, I love um Robin Williams. I'm not the like Mrs. Doubtfire is not my movie. Mm-hmm. It really isn't. And I and I'll always sit there and go, I just I don't get it. And there's a lot of Robin Williams movies that I don't get. Like I don't like I'm just not into, but this one is kind of like up there for me i just i love him i love him arrogant i love him arrogant as you know the businessman i love him arrogant as pan like mm-hmm. there's two like the 
there's so much arrogancy running through this movie that I just I love every aspect of it. And um, Maggie Smith, yeah, is oh, Wendy, Wendy darling. Yeah. Oh my god, I I don't know has Maggie Smith ever looked young? Who knows? But she looked <laughs> phenomenal in this movie. The costumes in it, mm-hmm. each and every Lost Boy had their own individual personality. And Toodles was found not his marbles. I really like that scene as well where he's like he's like in the Lost Boys like uh, Den and stuff mm-hmm. and that, that one comes up to him and like touches his face and it's like it is Peter like, he kind of like smushes his face yeah. and just, like pull it back a bit and yeah, yeah he like ch- checks them out only, properly <laughs> there's one bit of the movie that I can't stand and I believe they might have cut it out for a period of time and put it back in like they did with the Muppets is the little girl singing <laughs> he actually sets my teeth on edge is it like in the Grinch <laughs> when it's like when the little girl sings and everyone fast forwards <laughs> yeah. yeah yes I can well and truly go make a cup of tea at that point or but... cheer up Charlie it's like cheer, cheer up Charlie up. as well don't you dare oh. man don't you dare no one fast forwards cheer up Charlie we do. Um, I don't, I don't we do. watch the movie, so it's okay. I'm not a fan of <laughs> the chocolate factory either. Uh, um, but yeah, the, that little girl scene with the singing that, <laughs> oh, it really just set my teeth on edge. But the baseball match. Run home, Jack. Yeah. Run home, Jack. Yes. He stole the first base. <laughs> it's the it's the fact that all the pirates and the pirates as well, and the scenery and the sets and yeah. the big the fucking crocodile. crocodile. With the in his mouth, like, oh, I just, I love this movie so much, but it's not one like I want to over-exaggerate myself with it all no. the yeah. time. Like, I need time to breathe with it to get that magic back when I watch it again. And it, it, it definitely had to be on my list today. It is the it's one of them adventure. That- it does hit harder when you're older as well, doesn't it? Because you can like yeah. now you can now relate to Peter. Whereas, yep. whereas a kid, yeah. you were like, "Oh, you what suck, Peter." <laughs> exactly. What we're we're, we're trying to be with... cool with these these uh, YouTubers. That's twenty year old and gets it. Yeah, 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 yeah boy. Yeah, it. boy. <laughs> <laughs> None of us do this face enough. <laughs> So, we just hit out yes. 10 million views, yeah! No, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Hook had to be on there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a surprise or not. I don't know mm-hmm. if I've ever mentioned it before. I but... think it, like, quickly crossed my mind, but, it, mm-hmm. like, I probably would have picked it if I'd, like, thought more about it, for, mm-hmm. for sure. It That's was it. just instant. Like, if I think of adventure, mm-hmm. this is my instant go-to because it has everything in there. Yep. When it comes to like an adventure, <laughs> oh, that movie. So yeah, um, Hook. Cool. Number two. So it's funny enough, like I said, that ties in quite nicely with mine. Not the type of film, but with you saying like instantly your first pick, like this mm-hmm. this one I'm I'm talking about now was my go-to. It was the first thing I could think of. It's as soon as you mention adventure, it reminded us so much of my childhood watching this and wanting to do this adventure. Probably wouldn't have survived, but uh, just been mesmerized okay. by this movie uh and how like how it was made like I, it's one of them things where i love watching how this how they made these movies mm-hmm. um it was in 1981 clash of the titans oh, oh yeah. wow like going off and like saying having them people in it and like all the different actors and actresses and having 
Greek uh, was Greek mythology. I was trying to get, make sure I get the right mythology right in there. Yeah, but, um, it was like a take on it though, like not not like a super recognizable one for some things. Like like mm-hmm. with, I don't think the deep the done like the Kraken is just a giant fish guy before. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, like <Black> expert. <laughs> but like it was my first introduction into these type of characters, like uh, as you said, Poseidon, mm-hmm. uh, Hercules. I don't, Hercules was an um, like Zeus, um, Calibus, um, and like all the different like Percy's and fucking Medusa. I was yeah. terrified of Medusa as a kid because of this film, and like it was warehouse and uh, building everything as well, like the stop motion. And as a kid, like you don't know any better. You just think, how the fuck have they done this? Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. Said, and how brilliant it was all done. This is magic. Yeah, <laughs> the movie magic. It literally is, and this led into like movies like Jason Argonauts and uh, mm-hmm. and basically uh, Eye of Sinbad as well. Yeah, like, the ta- Golden like, Fleece gold, and all that. Uh, like all these <laughs> brilliantly made movies, but done so well before the time. Like they shouldn't be have been able to make these movies at the time they made them. But mm-hmm. Clash of the Titans just blew my mind, just story wise, and I know they remade mm-hmm. it quite recently, uh, not as great, but like like the big monsters like the Kraken and, and like Medusa were just over. I I, I, I can't state like outwardly brilliant, and the whole yeah. premise yeah. of it, and having like Pegasus, the flying horse, in it, and then the, I've gotten the name of the owl now. What was the owl called? Was was it Archimedes. Archimedes? Was it Archimedes? Because that's always the owl from. I don't know because that's the, the owl. Any, if anyone says an owl, I just go Archimedes. Right. <laughs> Possibly the only one I can think of. But just all them different references. But yeah, it just takes us back to the childhood of watching them movies, and I love going back and watching this. It's as you said, if it's on TV. It doesn't get turned over. Yeah. <laughs> it's not one that I um, can remember watching a lot. I do remember it being there, don't get us wrong, but it was more Jason and the Argonauts that kind of got me. Mm-hmm. I remember being fascinated by the stop motion. Mm-hmm. And with mm-hmm. my dad being an artist, like he, it, <laughs> God, he used to make us watch Morph all the time. <laughs> and. Watch well, Morph you, again. <laughs> you will be to, but he wanted, But he wanted to tell us how it all like worked. Yeah. And, he, and so he loves he loves to explain things so i love the fact that the practicality of it all like this is why i love practical effects so much for yeah. um but i feel like i haven't i haven't seen it for many 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 years i, I, I could dare say it since i was a kid i think i'd appreciate it now more as an adult mm-hmm. yeah because I, I was thinking that in my head when like paul was talking i was thinking like i don't think i've seen these since i was a kid and I probably wasn't paying attention to a lot of the dialogue <laughs> or anything as a kid. Yeah, it was more about like, like the scene to scene, like the spectacle. Um, mm. But you're right, like, like obviously it's practical, but it's also like special effects, really, oh, yeah. at the same time. But like, there's just something like totally like otherworldly about how like the the monsters mm. move because it's like you know frame by frame. Mm-hmm. But like, like they were terrifying models <laughs> like, that they were putting on <laughs> yeah, screen. They were. Yeah. It's kind of like I remember. It's kind of like the Ghostbusters like library ghost level of like like Medusa really. Oh my God, <laughs> that still to this day scares my sister. Well, like, <laughs> yeah, but the lighting you used as well. Like it wasn't just building these models; it was like the cinematography and the lightning. Like, yeah, because um, mm. you didn't really see the whole of Medusa. You saw the shadow, and you saw her eyes. Like it was like the yeah, old letterbox yeah. type thing where you only see her eyes, like the old, um, like say Bella Lugosi, uh, Bam, uh, Dracula versions where it's like, mm. like 
like trying to oh, squint out. Like, yeah, using, just a light on his eyes. Yeah, using yeah. them type of old school cinematography and just doing it so well. And like the whole King Kong type of aspect when the Kraken's mm -hmm. going after the damsel in distress, like in the water and stuff. And then, as, as you said, your hero's got to save her, but. Honestly, like if you haven't watched it recently, go back and watch it now. I think I, I, think and just, I will. I and just be mesmerized oh, what they did back then. Yeah, and like I know you can go back and watch the new one and see how mm -mm. they are fucked up so badly. No, I don't. <laughs> no, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna do original. I just I have a feeling this is something me and my granddad would have watched. Mm -hmm. Granddad Definitely was heavily into like fa yeah. Granddad was into like fa granddad would watch anything. Like mm -hmm. I'm not joking. Like the best memories I have of my granddad is just watching random shit. Like because <laughs> he would just watch anything, mm -hmm. and I just have On, a like, feeling. Max volume. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, his hearing was quite good. <laughs> oh my! My granddad wasn't. <laughs> my granddad was quite like when I think about it. My granddad was quite a young granddad when I was growing up because <laughs> he was sixty five when he died, and I was seventeen. Yeah. So he, was, he when I was like growing up as a kid, he was like for all he looked incredibly like old to me. Like he wasn't <laughs> actually that old, but he lo he loved movies. He loved movies. He yeah. loved TV. I think that's where I, I really get it from. And this probably mm. was one thing that I watched with him, or at least he had it on in the background at some point. I would like the the influence of this kind of stuff's like like massively oh. still like still taken today. Like you said, there was a remake, which like. Fair enough, might not have been like great, but it shows that the the sort of still... the legacy has like yeah. cash. Yeah. Like I was just watching it the other day. There's an episode of like Gravity Falls, like the the Disney cartoon, where mm -hmm. the go to like like basically stop motion characters get set free on the village, and they go to like the old Harryhausen guy's <laughs> house who like made the movies, mm. and it turns out like you know his creations were real back in the day, like that you know <laughs> the like the skeletons were real, they were just like mm. put in the movies and stuff, <laughs> like like kids aren't gonna get that reference, like yeah. that's for people like our age and older to get. Yeah. <laughs> I know there's a show is in there because I, I was gonna say yeah, go and see it in Edinburgh, in Edinburgh in the oh, museum. Was, no, it, wasn't, it was it was me and Carolyn were gonna go and see it, and we got distracted by a cemetery. That's uh, right. <laughs> um, it's got the. I think it's still going. If you like, travel up to Edinburgh, it's like it's in the museum, I believe. You can go mm -hmm. and see the Harryhausen exhibition, and it shows. Like a lot of the work that you put in and stuff like that. And one of my friends has been and he says it's absolutely amazing. But this is where, like, I know it sounds really weird. I, I, I was never neglected as a child, but I was more <laughs> of a, like, if I was more put in front of a TV and said, watch like this to keep you quiet. Because, like I say, I used to be a dick when I was a kid. If I, I was had too much, <laughs> I used to have too, have too much energy. So, like, say, movies and TV used to calm us down, which probably explains why I go quiet a lot these days. But um, <laughs> I think, again, as as probably known from watching this podcast or talking to us in general, I love anything to do with anything that was made in the 80s because of the risks and from like the experimentation that, the, that it brought from that time. And mm -hmm. it's sad in a way that that's kind of lost these days because yeah there's not many movies now that comes out that haven't got a big um like expectation behind it like it's the next marvel movie it's the next uh star wars movie oh, yeah. it's what the could next be the biggest blockbuster buster. it's like oh this this is from this book it's just like nobody seems to have got this like either make it fun or 
like I said, I've got this fun story. Let's see what we do. Like movies like License to Fucking Drive, like Corey Filman, just a film about a kid who fails his driving test. Um, I'm sorry, I'm going on yeah. a big ranting tangent now. Sorry. <laughs> um, this should be for next week's episode. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll come back. I'll, I'll park and then come back later. But yes, <laughs> but yeah, like what what you were saying about like the risks and stuff, and that, mm-hmm. and when you were talking about like how instead of just showing the Medusa model, they were actually using like like the cinematography tricks to be like the audience also shouldn't look at medusa for too long it's kind of like it puts yeah, you like in the scene I and stuff that. like 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 it's kind of like all the stuff you guys talk about on monsters where there was like a real like artistry and like like a ton mm-hmm. of thought going in because a lot of this stuff was like the first go of mm-hmm. it like yeah it's really cool tried. to like see that like mm-hmm. be successful and <laughs> not just like a weird joke certainly Yes. Am I completely washed out on here because of this light? Like, fuck this light. It no, makes you... me look so old. No. <laughs> you don't look old. You just look like the goth queen, that's all. You need to get the Morticia, like, the ghostly light going on. Yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> oh, just here, that'd be perfect, that. We'll start, we'll stop it, building that into the, the experience now, the Sammy experience, we'll call it. Uh, she gives you all the eyes, guys. Yes. <laughs> I give you one eye because the other one's lazy, and if you, it's the one that doesn't really show on screen, so you can't see it. It's, it's, it's the one eye she gets shot in a lot, but yeah, but yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Right, Jake's turn. <laughs> Is it back to me already? Yes. That was such a good pick, by the way. It really, mm-hmm. I love when you bring stuff up like that because it does make us think. Oh, do you know what? You, I would fucking love this right now, like. Mm. You know, if I'm like on a fantasy trip, like that's where I want to go to is is movies like that. Cool. Yeah. Good pick. Yes. Okay. Mine's gonna be uh I'm pretty sure I've made this joke before on some stream, but a little little independent movie called Star Wars. (laughs) (laughs) Is is Wow Which one though? Episode four A New Hope. (laughs) All right. Not many people go for the first one. Yeah, but I like, would have gone for Phantom Menace, but that's a different show. <laughs> that, that's a bad adventure. <laughs> oh. um, no, but uh, it's it's to me, um, I think like everything for Star Wars hit like perfectly for me, like as a child, because it was like, like I identified with Luke, like obviously, you know, I'm not orphaned or anything like that, but um you know he was like a boy's like power fantasy it's like the same kind of thing we see like over and over again oh hell yeah greedo uh, <laughs> if you want to do that look who look who's first? easy to get a hold of now it's who shot first bastards all my star wars have i don't have a prop <laughs> but um like it's yeah like it it was basically like the the story kind of beats have been repeated again and again like hero's journey it's like a very famous thing but also like shows up in like you know everything like harry potter it's like it's that kind of fantasy yeah. where you're like i wish i was this kid who was like thrust into like the magical world of space wizards <laughs> and like and like it's 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 got everything that makes makes the journey sort of hard and easy for him like he loses all of his ties and then he's like and then you know the the old master has to take him. It's very like old samurai influenced mm-hmm. as yeah. well. Yeah. But yeah, like I I love the start of a journey, and like if it has to, if it's in a trilogy, like mm-hmm. fair enough. Like you know it can't be in all of the parts, but I love the whole like character learning the world. Like obviously, mm-hmm. like Luke's such like a sheltered boy. <laughs> like 
he doesn't even know what's like across like the, the desert like there's a town full of like things he's never seen before <laughs> yeah, he's so protected for a reason he has no idea about and he just thinks yeah. it's like selfish reasons when in actual fact it's for big massive reasons yeah but i love mark hamill when he when he talks about luke and you say oh well luke you know beats ben soul ben um gosh can't even get his name out. Obi Wan Kenobi. Oh my god! And he goes off to you know the light side of the force, where he says, "Do you know if Darth Vader came knocking on his door beforehand, he was that desperate to get out, he would have joined the dark side." <laughs> like well, that's, was, the, was, that's how yeah. desperate he was. He didn't care at the time before, like before learning anything, where you know what his destiny was going to lead to he just wanted to get the fuck out of there <laughs> and i think when you're a kid you like think like oh yeah uncle owen's like you know like shitbag but it's like <laughs> like when you think about it, he like took him in and like like raised him from a child just so he wouldn't get murdered by like the government <laughs> but like you're right <laughs> yeah. though sam because like i didn't really understand it as a kid but like at the start luke's like like the thing he wants to do is join the imperial flight academy because <laughs> because mm-hmm. that was that was the only thing at the time and like his uncle's like oh, maybe you should stick by and help with the harvest for one more year he's like he's trying to stop him from like getting involved in like the war yeah. basically yeah. he's so protective of him and it's like you just want to share it because at the time when you're first watching it you're thinking yeah i'm going you're a dick but by the end of it you're like oh don't you wish you just fucking listen to him and you <laughs> well, could have been so shot, safe I suppose. <laughs> it didn't end well for uncle one though did it yeah see, it, oh, it, did it, anyone... it did go a bit crispy did anyone else like have that like Ouch. millennium uh, the Death Star playset as a kid that like opened out? Yes, there was Did there I... was like a little there was a little panel on the floor for like the homestead that flipped over and it had the skeletons on it. That's no, so morbid for kids. <laughs> I can't remember that. I I always just remember me Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and... that was another one that like opened up, wasn't it? Like yeah. Back. But it wasn't like mine, but it was oh, mine. No, yeah. These were like it cousins' was... toys, I think. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but we had to share, especially when we were at my grandmother's house, because we had like our toys at home, our yeah. figures at home, but we had our toys at my grandmother's. And I spent a lot of time at my grandmother's house growing up. Oh, oh, oh it's coming it. into view. <laughs> <laughs> it's so special. The Millennium Falcon. You're going to regret getting that down now. <laughs> yeah, one of his legs just fell off. Oh, that's like that absolutely like <laughs> not, not a lot of people sort of think about that but like luke wouldn't have shot down like the death star if if han hadn't saved him from darth vader in that one moment where he decides to be a hero and comes back yeah. <laughs> was it, um... it all leads back to harrison ford <laughs> i think oh yeah he's excellent at the because he's like obviously you've got the old master but like like uh, han solo is like the alternative like look at the world where he's like kid this like magic stuff's really not gonna <laughs> help you out no it's not gonna he, pan out for you he tries to like sway him a bit like to kind of give him some uh I think some it's advice just been, like brute like it's like hard truths isn't it yeah like, he's just trying to dish him some hard truths to like kind of toughen him up a bit because he has been so protected that he yes. needs a bit of toughening up it's all well and good that you know obi-wan's going to be teaching him all this like space magic yeah but he still needs to be tough at the same time paul you are never getting that back up there it's fine. It's up <laughs> not right it's, now, it's up now. <laughs> he's, he's used the force <laughs> you really are going to regret doing it's knocked like it off this. though that's all Oh damn oh, it, Zool. <laughs> hey, Terra Dog. <laughs> yes. Um 
The only thing, because it is, I'm sure like, I'm, I'm going to get called out for being a, like getting this wrong, because doesn't Luke completely call out one of the, like, the pilots in, in, a, in New Hope, saying, oh, um, like, said, you've got this little little space to shoot. He's good. Yeah, I was shooting swamp rats on the on Digabar type thing. Not Digabar, like um on the home. Uh, yeah. and, and he's no, like that's where he goes with and he's like totally killing killing off this rebel fighter pilot who's probably went through years of training and he's like I'm just a farm boy. I'm telling you how to do you shit. It's like <laughs> yeah, Isn't and that then, a family and then... guy sketch. Yeah. <laughs> where he yeah, but then straight off with them. But then he's got you know like he's got the force, which is just the magical power of like you are good at anything you try <laughs> for the, as, long, <laughs> as long as it serves the plot. Yeah, but... yeah. I love, I love I love the first one because it was it was obviously my introduction to the world. Like I didn't mm-hmm. see them out of order, luckily, because that would have been confusing. <laughs> and it set me on yeah. the path away from Star Trek. I am sad to say, where I was like, same I was here. Like, I was like the action ones are much cooler, but it was just because I didn't understand Star Trek at the time. <laughs> I was I was rebelling against it. I was dragged up on Kirk because mm-hmm. my okay. mom's a Trekkie. So I was kind of like when this when this whole new it was a, it was Star Wars, not Star <laughs> Trek. And I was like, yes, you give me this and you can go and fuck off over there. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love wow. how to make friends with goodwill now. So <laughs> no, and like this was this was me back as a kid. Honestly, she would she doesn't like Picard or anything like that. And she won't venture outside of anything else. It's always Kirk and it's <laughs> always the same, the same thing. It was always the same thing. Um, but I love the fact that you chose Star Wars. I purposely didn't mm-hmm. because you're right. The adventure starts right at the beginning. Yeah. yeah. And the New Hope was never my favorite. Oh, okay. I quite like it because it has like a finite like victory at the end. And like, you know, there's That's more. True. Mm-hmm. But I like, I like that it's all like tied up in a package. That it could have just ended there and it could have been, we could have been okay. Mm-hmm. I think Lucas was half expecting it might because it was obvi- it was like an unknown quantity at the, the, at the time which is it took a hell of a gamble though now. yeah because yeah. like, well not on the gamble on the movie because if the ma- movie didn't do well it wasn't like too much i think it was more yeah. to do with um the merchandise because this is this yeah, is where he did the game changed for a lot of things when it comes to merchandise and like <laughs> yeah. toy sales and stuff like that because he basically said he retained it all from the studio and the studio went, no fucker's going to buy Star Wars toys. <laughs> no like, one. Yeah, get on with it. No one. <laughs> really? Yeah. Sorry, that was the first one I could grab. Um, <laughs> I've got three of them. <laughs> um, yeah, he changed the game when it came to French and when it came down to actually the merchandise of it. And the, the, because that's all he asked for mm-hmm. when when it got sold was he wanted to keep and fuck he was absolutely mint but everyone who was doing that movie all thought it was a b movie yeah it was yeah, just cause... some just some sci-fi bullshitty b movie and that's why it looks so much fun because that's how they treat it mm-hmm. it wasn't blockbuster it wasn't big money there was nothing at stake let's just have fun with it and that's how it comes across and that's why it wins for yeah because wasn't carrie fisher like there hasn't she been in interviews saying like Oh, like the writing, we all thought it was terrible. <laughs> like yeah. none of the sentences made, like, you know, there weren't, he's it wasn't the how normal it... people spoke. <laughs> it's not the best. He's not the best when it comes to dialogue. I mean, yeah. the, um, 
the Clone Wars and Phantom Menace and yeah. all go to prove that because they read it word for word, whereas these guys kind of like they they just work like improv to each other because that's what that's where they came up from was yeah. kind of like just improving. Not Harrison Ford though. Oh, what he, he just. He was a carpenter. Yeah, no, he was a carpenter, and then he was a the casting reader. Mm-hmm. So when they did Star Wars for casting, it was Star Wars and Carrie were being cast at the same time. So Harrison Ford, if you watch the Carrie casting videos, it's Harrison <laughs> Ford reading all the other lines, and then he's doing the same for Star Wars too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, the fucking useless facts I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it's interesting though as well because. You think about it, there is so many obvious movies that you could pick as well. Um, Star Wars is one of the more like obvious ones, but not the one you picked because that that is a lot of people's starting points. But everyone always either goes to, uh, towards Empire or yeah, even yeah. towards Jedi. Like, say, if, if you yeah. depends how old you are, and if you like cute fuzzy teddy bears, but um, <laughs> Max Rebo. But this this one was quite like say uh, the dark one as well, like an interesting one. Um, this is, I think, Luke is trying to find his feet. He, I don't think he knew where he wanted to go with Star Wars yet. No, he was like, I just want not. to make a Star Wars fantasy, and that's why you get the Luke, the Luke and Leia kiss. Um, yeah, because they weren't brother and sister in this film. I like to no. don't give, don't give a fuck what George no. Lucas said, and he's trying to rewrite that history. and he's trying to rewrite the history yeah. of that so much. Like say when you get the remix, but the original cut, the first one that they did without all the new things that's added, where yeah, the stuff sh- in Mos Eisley. Yeah, yeah. And when, it's it's changed, awful. when they changed it from hand shooting uh, second, and then like say Adam Judge, uh, not Judge, uh, Jabba the Hutt. Yeah, that's Jar Jar to New Hope. Fuck yeah! Oh yeah, that that Jar Jar was like a selling point for like the VHSs, wasn't? Mm. Uh, sorry, the Jabba scene. It's, Jabba scene, <laughs> it's yeah. awful. Because yeah. originally it, it was was filmed, but they had Jabba the Hutt as a as a fat guy. The man, yeah. Yeah, he was a man, yeah. Mm. So, so then, when the when he steps over his tail, they had to CGI that. And, uh, I remember seeing that for the first time when I bought the. Um, did I get this? I've got the silver edition, mm-hmm. and I get in the silver edition, and I watched it for the first time and went, "Fuck yes, yeah, <laughs> job." <laughs> it was cool when you're a kid, like when you're like, "There's more Star, there's more movie I like." Just like. <laughs> But then when you look back, you're like, well, edits actually happen for a reason. There's certain things they've added throughout the years that's just horrendous. And certain things they've added that's great. Like, um, I think it was in the Blu-ray cut that added in uh, Vader going, no, at the end of uh, yeah, Return of like the Jedi. That. that was stupid. But like the little thing on the New Hope, they added in a, like a, a boink noise when the when the Stormtrooper hits its head. Um, really? Just hilarious. Yeah, like, it wasn't yeah, in the original. It was just because you saw him hit his head. But then it's a goof that never got took out, did it? Yeah. You know, like it should never have been there. So they instead of trying to like hide it, they're like, no, let's emphasize it. Let's okay. make, let's put a noise on top of and it. I know they like added more rocks to like R2 when he's like sneaking a peek at the sand people oh. and stuff, like weird things like that. Yeah. But yeah, like to be honest, I haven't I don't think I've seen like the Blu-ray or the Disney Plus versions because it was something I watched so much on the VHS as a kid. <laughs> I'm like I'm good, you know. Like I, I know the story. <laughs> I have to if if something gets so 
for example, Downton Abbey, I watched that on Amazon Prime. Now, that got yeah. added to Netflix not long ago. I had to watch it on Netflix just to make sure that nothing else was added in that I didn't start. <laughs> <laughs> so I've done the same with oh, everything. God. If it's been on Abbey, the extra cut. What, what, what fucking are they adding to Down and Abbey? <laughs> more, more posh people saying, good, yes, uh, let's have another yeah. cup of tea. More, 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 tea more pensive more stairs tea. And, <laughs> in <Exactly>. the pantry. <laughs> exactly. There could be there could be scenes. In oh, my God, now let's go up the stairs. Oh, you, <laughs> your mother's, but it's fucking brilliant. But yeah, that's what I do. I, if it's on one platform and it moves to another, I will watch it. So the minute they went on Disney Plus, I fucking watch them just to make sure. I think it's Have the Blu-ray sure. ones, isn't it? On, yeah. on Disney Plus, it's the one. I, it's the only thing I don't own it on. I own it on VHS. I own it on DVD. I just I don't own it on Blu-ray. Yet. I used to have those DVDs with like the original four by three cut on, so I'd watch those on occasion. <laughs> I was so excited when I bought the VHS version of Star Wars. I generally thought it was an uncut version until somebody crushed my dreams and was like, "Sorry, dear, it's been edited." I was like, "Mother!" No, they did bring out a DVD though. They did bring out a DVD did version. They? It was yes. on the second disc yeah. though. Like, it, yeah. like if you just chucked oh. the first disc in, it was like. You know, yeah. I mean, they're not worth that much money because they weren't they weren't exactly hard to find. Like, no. you know, I yeah. bought them in HMV for like a fiver each or whatever when they were yeah. newish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, it started off a massive thing for me where I've followed Star Wars my entire life. It since. started your adventure. <laughs> I know, Jake is filled with it. <laughs> yeah, Jake only loves Andor. And we can't talk about anything else than Andor. <laughs> Andor was the Andor got the closest, I think, to like the seventies yeah, well. movies for me. But um, yeah. yeah, like it's 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 one hell of a journey, and mm. like it was cool to at least was... see it in the right order, like back at the start. <laughs> Very much so. Yes, oh, so, I love so, that. So Brilliant number, choice, Jake. Number three, there, Sammy. Okay, number three. Oh, this movie I've seen a hundred million billion times, and that was just in one week at a campsite in France because it's the okay. only VHS that they actually owned. It is from <laughs> 1981. It has one of it. This is kind of like a little homage to my best friend as well because the guy, the main star in it, is the main person in her life. She loves this guy more than anyone in the world. It is Kevin Costner, and it is Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Waterworld. Imagine if that was that the only been a tip hom- you had. <laughs> that would have been a homage to my husband because he loves Waterworld. <laughs> when Blu-ray came out, it's the first one we bought. <laughs> but no, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Yeah. I absolutely adore this movie. I did watch it a fair few times in that campsite in France because mm-hmm. we were put in like a kids playroom and they had a video player and it's they play in the minute it finished rewound put back in again your parents weren't finished drinking yet so you had to sit now sat and watch that over and over again it sounds like that room I'm... from Adam's family that the, <laughs> yeah, the Wednesday. <laughs> pretty much but I watched it again recently and e, I could there's certain things I could not stop laughing at as an adult I need. I should have taken my adult head off mm-hmm. when he lands at Dover and ends up at Hadrian's Wall two seconds later. I'm like, <laughs> hang on a minute, where's the time in between, fella? Um, there were certain things in that I picked up that I was like, I just I could not stop laughing at. But it still has that level of adventure that I I thoroughly love. The kind of like the the battle scene at the end, like the fight scene at the end, is just for me. I thought brilliant it kind of gives us braveheart vibes but that's another thing <laughs> it's when the, i don't know who's coming in to fight them that's the thing i'm still like 
my age now, I still don't know who comes in to fight Robin Hood at the end, who the sheriff gets in. I don't know. No. I just think it's hilarious that all the like all the people that were meant to be British just had the worst like British accents. It was like, fuck this, well, let's let's just like oh Kevin, you don't have to do a British uh, Christian said you don't have to do a British accent. Um they the, really the... they really tried with them to do the British accent mm. and Kevin Costner sounded fucking ridiculous to the point where they were like you're just going to have to film it. They had to reshoot everything mm-hmm. because of how terrible his British accent was. And then Christian Slater caught onto that and went well, technically, I'm his brother, so we would have like the same kind of accent. And um, I do love the fact that Brian Blessed's in this movie. Is he? I love, yeah, it's his dad. <laughs> I'm trying to think now. Yeah, you don't oh. see him very much. You don't really see him properly at all. Oh, right. I can't remember. I know the like the guy like who played Little John looks like Brian Blessed, and then you had Brian. <laughs> oh, no, you're going to break Sammy's heart. Then you, then you <laughs> had. Then you had Friar Tuck, who was like out him out of whose land is it anyway? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but then I I can't remember. I might have been, but like say, the certain parts of the movie that just I, like the only thing I, I I generally love about the movie is Alan Rickman. It was Alan Rickman, wasn't oh, it? Oh, yeah. absolutely. Um, yeah, yeah. As a show, sure. not, it was. I, I was just I'll cut your heart out with a spoon. And the guy who <laughs> plays the guy of Gisborne as well, he was amazing. But. Everyone, like, it's one of them films where you watch and think, I just want to see the bad guys. I hated hated, uh, Robin Hood and his Merry Men. And let's be honest, Maid Marion was a little bit annoying in this movie. Like, she really irritated us. She made some really bad choices. She did make some incredibly bad choices to where, like, it got, Mm -hmm. you know... Life consequences happen to her. Yeah. Um, I love. Um, I've had to bring his name up because I never remember who he is, and it's such a shame because he's such a brilliant actor. Michael Wincott, right? Who plays his cousin, mm-hmm. who's in The Crow, right? Um, and also in Nowhere. If anyone's watched that recently, um, he is such a phenomenal actor. I love his tone of voice. I love that croaky, gruff mm-hmm. kind of thing. He really gave Alan Rickman a run for his money when it came down to vocals. <laughs> um, but I just, I love this movie so much, but it's so silly. <laughs> like, it really is. There's so many things that are like historically wrong with it, especially yeah, when you're casting but... Americans against English. <laughs> I feel like it was like, I feel like it was marketed as like a super serious blockbuster though, like back yeah. when it was like <laughs> coming out. So like, but yeah, like you say, like Alan Rickman's performance is like cartoonish, but like in a good way where yeah. it's like hilarious, like to watch, yeah. but it's, it's like, it's such like a ham sort of like acting <laughs> type of style. Yeah, it's so, it's so, it's kind of almost camp. But it was Brian Blessed who played Lord yeah. Loxley. Right. I had to check because I was proper down. I, know, I, 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 I was made out probably wrong because like, as you said, I'm not a, the hugest fan. Like probably when I watch this movie, I could probably cut out the first 45 minutes and just go, just go to the end and say, hey, let's watch the, the oh, sheriff be cool. Robin Hood's <laughs> oh. interesting because like, when was the last time the remade like Robin Hood? Like, is the story they've done the BBC like, uh, show that was yeah. before Merlin, um, and then, 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 they... the, then the actor quit halfway through. Or something <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. So <laughs> I feel I feel like it's like prime real estate for like you know like Hollywood director types to be like, yeah, let's just do Robin Hood again, and he's like a super archer, <laughs> like because <laughs> you'd have to make it interesting. Because like, like cast what's he called? Um, him out of the Meg. Um. No, oh, Jason Stephen is Robin Hood. Do Guy Ritchie for, uh, cat, uh, doing a like a lock stock version? <laughs> if they did a silly one, 
Possibly. Didn't Guy Ritchie do King Arthur? Okay, okay. Did he do something super serious like yeah. that? He did Aladdin, Possibly. I knew that, but that's... <laughs> <laughs> he did Aladdin? Yeah, I'm sure he did, I said Aladdin. But yeah, like, if they did a silly Robin Hood, like, you know, action movie, I could be down for it. But, like, when they try and tell the story, like, seriously, like, I just fall asleep, I think. <laughs> Actually, didn't they do a Robin Hood recently? Didn't they done a recent Robin Hood one with him out of a? Um... Does it come back to you? No, what's he called? Uh, he was busy. Oh, it was a spy spoof movie with um, Colin Firth in. It had the free bird scene where he, guy played a. Oh, Kingsman. Kingsman. Uh, oh yeah, Taron yeah. Egerton. Taron Egerton. He, he played a Robin Hood. Adventure oh, there you go. Anthem. So that was the last time it was remixed. Yeah. Oh, it's, got a, hey, it's it. got a canny cast. It's got Jamie Foxx, Jamie Duran, uh, Ben Mendelsohn, who's in Secret Invasion, and Paul Anderson, who is um, from Peaky Blinders. Cast As- means nothing, though. Yeah, I was going to say, the fact that none of us... The fact that none of us knew it would be made kind of tells a lot about it. So, yeah. Until you just mentioned it. Yeah, um, yeah I just I think it's... It holds a lot of childhood memories. It, I, I used to have such a thing for history back in the day. So kind of like this was, you know, helped in that kind of realm, even though it has nothing like historic, <laughs> horror, historical <laughs> at all. Um, I, I love the aesthetic of it. The mm. cinematography of it was fantastic. The scenery, the costumes, like, we can take away the fact of the accents. And there is, I do remember watching it and texting Carolyn and just taking the right old piss out of it. And I got wrong so <laughs> many times. How dare you be mean about our Robin? She, it's him. It's Kevin Costner. Spike hasn't tried to join in the stream now and go, why, why are you saying this, Sammy? I'm surprised <laughs> she hasn't texted us because she hears Kevin Costner's name and it's like a bell goes off in her head because like, who mentioned him? It's like <laughs> a twinge in her vagina Batman and it starts twinging all over the place and stuff. Um. <laughs> but yeah, so which choice is this? That's your third. More, so that's my third one. So yeah, my third one had to be Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves for cool. every reason I've just said. They've ruined the charts, though, with that stupid song yeah. <laughs> for so many How long was it weeks. on the charts, the weeks yeah. for? It was like eight weeks or something, wasn't it? I don't know, but I was sick of it even as a child. I could understand <laughs> the concept of it's been around too long. <laughs> Everything I do, I do it for you, Sammy's man. The one. Oh my god! And bring an iron to it. Um, three Musketeer one that he did as well. That's a good. Epic, oh yeah. Um, Song for an end of movie. Yeah, that that, that, that I think so. That, that almost made me list. I'm not gonna lie. Three Musketeers did contemplate, <laughs> but kind of glad I, I I didn't shit on your list then. <laughs> it's better than Robin Hood. Put that way, but yeah, uh, but yeah. <laughs> you want to wait until my next one? <laughs> so I'll with my next pick. I'll go with the most obvious one of on the list. Um, probably everyone would have guessed this movie. Um, it is probably. When you mentioned adventure movie, it is the one, and it is the best out of the the movies that we're seeing. And it is what I like to concern the final act to the movies. I know there's been more since, but Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade I've went with for my fourth pick. Oh yeah, because That's your favorite one. Yes, because I love I love them all. Well, Temple of Doom's not my favorite, um, yeah. just because like people shit on Crystal Skull for not being realistic, but. Temple of Doom, it has someone jump, jumping out of a plane and surviving by using a raft, and then someone <laughs> getting that close to lava and not being burned to death and not melting. Okay, but they're okay 
and but they hate on aliens. But yeah, we'll not go into that. But yeah. Um, <laughs> oh damn! I thought we were getting into a rant there. I was ready. No, <laughs> but like, but like I say, we're Raiders of the Lost Ark. That is the the it 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 probably is, is the better film. Let's be honest; it is the better film out of all of them. But for comedy wise, and for Harrison Ford getting the feel and being Indiana Jones, and just his interaction and like with Sean Connery in this movie as his dad, and you find out about Indy's name, how he's named after the dog, um, <laughs> and like say Mark is getting more and like just like filling out the world that is Indiana Jones. Um and I love all the like the, like when the Nazis are in as well when it's like say the bad guys are the Nazis Indiana Jones is on fire and it works mm-hmm. so much uh, as a serial like type of adventure movie. Yeah, it's it's so magical them two on screen together. You don't think it would work, mm-hmm. but it really does. Out of all of them, this is my favorite. I am I shocked Carolyn today because she mentioned Indiana Jones for me. Listen, I was like, listen. I am not the biggest indie fan to where mm. I could put it on a list and claim that to be mm. a favourite, but out of all of them, Last Crusade is the only one I'll sit and watch. Mm. Couldn't tell you the other... Crystal Skull I've obviously seen more recently and, of mm. course, the most the new one, but Last Crusade is the one that I would actually go out of my way to watch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. like, it, it was... It was just that thing, like you were saying, like, it doesn't seem like those two would work as, like, the two leads. <laughs> um <laughs> Because, like, at around that era, they were kind of both playing the same sort of character, I suppose. Like, the sort of, like, the cocky, like, action guy. <laughs> like, yeah. So you think, like, what, are you just going to double them up? And it's like, yeah, well, it kind of works because they, they both think they're right. So you get that, like, back and forth, like, between them all the time. I would love yeah. to see the interaction off stage. <clears throat> just to see Harrison <laughs> yeah, and Sean Connery see. and see how they are. Because they're both notorious for being of grumpy old farts. So who so, knows what they were like? <laughs> so knowing them to just be a lot like, of mumbling. It could have been like say the Walter Matthew and um like grumpy old men type of reaction. Oh, Jack, Jack Lemon um kind of reaction, like both of them being a like, cankerous old twats, being honestly. But um <laughs> they they did feel very much father and son in this movie as well. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I quite liked about it. And as I said, this is the movie where you you know Harrison Ford has got indie down to a T. He's got all the little nuances and the little looks. And Indy's not a great adventurous. He's a very, very lucky, lucky person who gets scrapes through looks and just mm. basically the seat of his pants. But the scene on the blimp is one of the most funniest things ever when he dresses up as a ticket officer and he punches the Nazi general and throws him off the, the thing. And everyone's looking at him. He's got no tickets. And seeing everyone freak out showing the tickets is absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Um, just... Do you not think the, the best part about Indy is that we're always going to hate the bad guy because the bad guy's always a Nazi? <laughs> and you can't yes. not turn, ever turn around and say, oh, mm. I was rooting for the bad guy in this one because you, you're, <laughs> you're not going to admit that. <laughs> yep. If you're a, a good person on the right side of history, <laughs> you hate the yeah. Nazis. <laughs> If you don't, oh, you shouldn't be watching our podcast. Graham will get you. We'll set, we'll set Graham we'll on you. You're like, yeah. I love the fact that Pat Roach is in all of them as well. I'm like, I grew up on Alveda Zane Pet, mm-hmm. and my dad used to always love pointing out that Pat Roach was in every single one as a stuntman, and you get to see him properly in this one. Mm-hmm. Um, I love it's Bomber. 
Mm-hmm. Love a bit of bummer. <laughs> the only thing I'm like say a little bit gutted about because I, I as I said I can slate Temple of Doom till till I go home. It's it's not a good movie from start to finish, but it does have one like two of the best characters. Like like short round is absolutely mm-hmm. amazing. I wish we got more of him in the Indiana Jones universe. Yeah, and I it feel like lovely. I feel like we missed out with that. And the lead actress in Temple of Dune, I can't remember her name now because, like I say, it's, the movie's that forgettable, but she's a more believable heroine for the time in that than, like, the ones that we got. And, like, see, I love Karen, uh, Karen Allen uh, in mm. in the Indiana Jones movies, but I would have liked to see her, like, more of, like, her as well. That was the only yeah. thing I was a bit disappointed about. Like the, the yeah, like in Temple of Doom, they had like a good group dynamic going where it was like, you know, they had different types of people reacting differently to like the crazy situations. Whereas, yeah, sometimes you can get like all the characters are kind of like on, on the task at hand and they'll just mm-hmm. get through it. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like Indy's a weird character because when you think about him, if you haven't seen the movie so you're like, oh yeah, Indy, the action hero, like he jumps to save people and that, but he kind of doesn't want to be there for a lot of it. And like everything, yeah, like <laughs> there's a lot, there's a lot of like pained expressions on his face when he's just like, like oh, you can tell God. he wants to say like, oh fuck it, I'm going home, but he can't. Yeah, I'm not doing, I'm not doing this fucking snakes again. And I would have loved to have seen Key in the more, in the new one. Mm-hmm. I think that would have been such a lovely way, especially for ending Indy's, you know, time on screen. That yeah. would have been such a lovely way to end it with Key. And he, I'm sorry if I'm saying that wrong. I'll just call him Key so mm-hmm. I don't disrespect him because he, he deserves the world. He really mm-hmm. does. And the year he's just had, it just would have been so monumental mm-hmm. that that was what, you know, ended the, you know, the most, the biggest year of his career, mm-hmm. you know, and the comeback that he's had. It just, oh, would have been so hard. One. But just to see them interact with each other on mm-hmm. red carpets, and in award ceremonies is being, you know, it touched my heart very much. I just would have liked to have seen that, like, mm-hmm. that ending of it with him involved. Yes. So, yes, yeah, so I had to pick Indiana Jones in the, in the Last Love Crusade it. just because, I, I, as Sammy said, this is the one that you look forward to. Like, so you, yeah. like you're always going to watch them as, as the trilogy or, like, in the yeah. court and in, in the... What's a five set now? Quin, a quintilogy. Quintilogy. <laughs> so it's one of them Multiverse. films. That, yeah. <laughs> Even if there's a bad one, because there is always a bad one, you've got to watch them. But I never understand why Temple of Doom is a prequel. But again, um, not going <laughs> to. Oh start my god, that. I didn't even know that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's actually a prequel. It's set before Raiders. No, that's uh, they were going too high concept. <laughs> oh, with that you one. just yeah, you just my mind's just kind of like going back and trying to like go over the two movies and yeah. see how that works <laughs> yeah but so, no like to be honest paul me. like when everyone was obviously talking about uh, indiana jones because of the movie coming out like it seemed like overwhelmingly that this was everyone's favorite like last crusade was yeah. like the one <laughs> that like stuck out for people definitely but yes i think it's oh, the one with the most humor in as well that's i think that's always and it's got whacking um no, it's got River Phoenix River in it. Phoenix, yes, me, Sam. Yes. And he looks beautiful in it. <laughs> As Sam is licking the screen there, but yes. Yeah. <laughs> so on to Jake's second from last pick. Ooh. Yeah. Um so mine's like it might not be something you totally expect from like this category, but when you think about it, absolutely like a massive adventure. 
And it also is one of the small characters in a big world type of adventures, but it's just got to be Toy Story. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> because I feel like it's got everything. Because it's got like you know, it's got the concept of the toys mm-hmm. in a strange like world of the humans where they don't really understand everything, and like they're like trapped in a room, like literally. But then you also get Buzz, who gets like like ru- yeah. like sent into this world he completely doesn't understand. <laughs> Like this, he has to have a horrible stuff like that, yeah. Well, he has to have a horrible realization as well. When he's just like, there's, my life is a lie. <laughs> there's adventures upon adventures upon adventures in this part. Like, where, yeah. like you know, Woody's side thing where he's stuck in Sid's room, the adventure to get out of there. Like, there's so yeah, because much. because of Buzz being like a jerk, they get left at the like, the truck stop. <laughs> oh, but like, is Buzz being a jerk? Like, is it just he, he just doesn't know any better? <laughs> You should listen to Woody though. Woody knew best. But uh, as a he voice, is. as a voiced cast as well, I don't think Toy Story has ever been beaten for the people who were involved. Oh no! Um, the, yeah, they put so much effort into the performances as well. Like yeah. you can really tell. Like when he's when he's shouting at Buzz, like, <laughs> like you are <laughs> a toy. <laughs> Even down to the um, the little green soldiers. Mm-hmm. It's the yeah. guy from Full Metal Full Metal Jacket. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he might have been in this. Bill and Ted's as well, the bogus journey. I thought it might have just been a parody of him. <laughs> I think that was just a parody of him, but yeah. he's, uh, he's in Frighteners. He's in, obviously, mm-hmm. Full Metal Jet. But that's him as well, voice. That's the last bit of work he ever did was oh, wow. Toy Story. So I love the fact that even the little green soldiers have like such a distinct character mm-hmm. towards their voice. Yeah, and I, I love those scenes where like they're trying to tell them what the birthday presents are because they're all like terrified that there's going to be like some weirdo moving <laughs> in with them. Or someone to replace them. It's bed sheets. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what kind of kid brings bed sheets? <laughs> and like the whole journey they go on in this movie as well, like, because you yeah. think it's going to be Buzz learning, but it's not just Buzz. Like, Woody goes through um, a whole journey in this and yeah. the exceptions. And this, this genuinely scary type of aspects in especially when he goes like next door to sid's house and you see you mean that happy child child. (laughs) do you know what that's not even me as a child i know i once destroyed my sister's barbies by cutting all their hair off and using gel pens but not even i would go so far is to do it to multiple toys and mix the fuckers together. Then Frankenstein them together. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm not. A, I did do with um, Disney a Sid. It was the smallest. They only ever had a small portion for Toy Story mm-hmm. when I was going to Florida. And I did make my own Sid toy. <laughs> so I like put like loads of shit together and made my own Sid toy. You can get them now. I think went. I think you can actually get a Sid figure. Yeah, um, I made I, I made my own. It's like <laughs> it's called, it's, some it's creepy like, fucking spider. It's like his nightmares come to real. You can actually play. Yeah, his cruel fate. <laughs> He's actually part of um of I I don't want to say um Halloween Horror Night because it's a completely different. Um, production company, but I'm sure he's part of like Mickey's more scary now. Like Sid is a character that <laughs> well, is out be. there on Halloween to get kids. <laughs> like if if there was like a like a part of the haunted mansion where you where you went into like Sid's room and you were like small. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the yeah, adult, I love the adult jokes in this as well because one of the toys was basically a pair of legs with a, a fishing rod and was like, "This is a hooker." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah, I never even got that until now. Yeah. <laughs> 
And like when when like uh, when when all he wants is like Mrs. Potato Head from like the birthday party, he's like, "Hey, a man can dream, can he?" <laughs> Isn't that um, Don Rickles? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it's the only they didn't. This the reason Mr. Potato Head doesn't talk in the in the other movies is because he died. Yeah, they had they to do that a little re- bit with a few people where they had to just reuse like like famous voice the, lines, for like Slinky did, Dog never, and stuff. But they never replaced the voice actor. No, because it was they, um, it was, they felt they saw that disrespectful to the the character. Yeah. So they they kept in there's times where Mr. Potato Head just doesn't talk at all. And to be yeah, fair, like Slinky, they would have Slinky's... to pay more more people money than they don't like doing that. So yeah, Slinky's like Jim Varney, like mm. Ernest as well. I don't, mm. They never replaced him really. They just like reused stuff because yeah, like those side characters, I guess you could. But like Paul, like you hit on a massive thing for like adventures as well. They're like the enemies to friends kind of trope, like is like massive in toy story <laughs> and it yeah. takes them it takes them all almost all the way to the very end <laughs> to like finally <laughs> see eye to eye because there's the whole thing where like the, they all think woody's like killed buzz because he accidentally <laughs> shows his arm <laughs> and they're just like murderer <laughs> but how how much of a twats is, is the toys though it's like the, oh, they're the, awful, they've, they've lived they? with woody for so long and now woody, the, yeah. they've got this new toy it's like new and shiny and and Woody's like, "Oh, help me, guys!" And he's like, "No, no, you've killed him. No, no, <laughs> very sheltered. Let's let's talk to Woody first, see what's happened, and see like thing. At least give him a chance. No, no, it's just like fling him outside. You know, if I was yeah. Woody, I would set fire to the bastards. That would oh, take them. The only the only two characters out of that whole thing that grow is Woody and Buzz, because the rest of them are all little fucking sheep. Yeah, they are. <laughs> they are the worst toys. To be fair. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, Woody does try and kill Buzz or knock oh. him out the window at least. I, I mean, and... I've got a slinky. What, what is in... going to bring them up? But I was going to I'll, I'll knock everything. What up. his intention was, <laughs> I whole, suppose. Your whole shelf will just fall down. <laughs> <laughs> Being attacked by the toys, <laughs> just like Sid. <laughs> I've got, I've got, a, I've got a Woody riding Thor's hammer. I've got Buzz standing next to Gizmo <laughs> and Robert, Roger Rabbit, and I've got an RC and. Slinky down there as well. So, but yeah, I'm not going to get that. Oh, out. I see. He's an unsung like <laughs> hero <laughs> of the story. They wouldn't I have got back what... in the van without RC. No. <laughs> I, I did love the fourth one. It mm. is probably my no, favorite. No, it's not. Oh, I'm, I'm just. I, 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 I quite it. like it's two. so funny. Yeah, I could I could hear an argument that two is slightly better than one, just because mm. but it also builds on jokes from the first one, so it can't yeah. exist without it. But I love Duke Kaboom. I love the guys, the stuff play guys, because obviously it's Keen and Peel. <laughs> um, oh, look at him, man. He's judging you, Sammy. He's a he's a naughty bear. It's a bad bear. Yeah, he's a bad bear. Um, and I love Spoonie. <laughs> Yeah, like that stuff's fine. It was just a bit of a weird. Was it like, it wasn't it Forky? Thing? It was Forky, wasn't it? Forky, that's yeah. it. Forky. Yeah, so oh you my god, though. Forky Spoonie before. <laughs> like, damn it! That's not a knife. <laughs> this is a knife. Um, I just I've never laughed so much at that movie. I watched it once with Anth, and I was like, Dad, you've got to watch this because my dad loves the Toy Story movies, and I just sat and pissed me pants laughing throughout the whole thing. It's daft comedy, mm-hmm. and I love silly comedy that like it doesn't need to make sense it just has to be funny 
They are Maybe. they are saying that they're planning on doing a fifth one now, which just totally blows my mind if they actually do it. Because oh, after the no third worry. one, I didn't think it could be made. Because the third one has the best ending to any f- yeah any film ever. I <sighs> cried so badly at that ending, like mm-hmm. both parts where it's like they're gonna die, and then mm-hmm. when he gives I his did. toys away to the next generation, I was like, that's the perfect ending. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring it back cry. for another one. Yeah. I, I didn't Disney. cry at the third one, and I got <laughs> wrong off Michaela. It was the whole Frozen thing all over again. I got called, I got called awful names for it because well, <laughs> I just didn't see the sadness. <laughs> yeah, like I mean, when I was a ki- like kid watching the first Toy Story, I didn't think it was going to end up being this like grand world thing. No. <laughs> you just think it's going to be a one and done when you're a kid. I do remember getting our first ever DVD player, and it being the DVD that came with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was Toy Story. <laughs> Oh, fun. back in those days. And <laughs> <laughs> Sam used to steal DVDs, but yes. Never. I'm not. I, I can remember, like, I, think I was like, how like that? <laughs> I remember, remember watching, uh, like, say, I think it was, I know it sounds bad saying this, but if you watch Toy Story 3, but if you go back and watch Toy Story 1, it's very dated in the effects because mm, Toy Story yeah. 3 is absolutely. I know Toy Story 4 has come out after, but Toy Story 3 was the pinnacle of um, when Pixar was running its uh, shit to the best. Um, yeah. And Toy Story 2, uh, Toy Story 1, story-wise, is amazing, but the look of it, uh, like, you, you think of it now, you wouldn't mind if they go back and clean it up. Yeah, true. As long as they just keep the voice lines the same. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Cool. But yeah, do you think that's why in number two they did that thing where there was loads of, like, where the guy's restoring Woody and there's loads of like super close up shots of him. Mm-hmm. Do you think they were trying to like flex, being like, oh, look how good we are now when you get up close on these models and stuff? Pixar's <laughs> notorious for that type of shit though, because, um, yeah, like when, because I think that they had the collector come out for as a short and they brought him in to do the like the close yeah. up of, of Woody He's getting like a fixed. recurring guy. Um, they did the same with Monsters Inc. The only reason they made Sully as hairy as is because they created the technology to do real life fur. So they thought right. we can do fur now. We'll do a monsters movie. That's the only reason why they made Monsters Inc. Because they've got <laughs> that's that technology. The but, tech demo. <laughs> yeah. That... And look what we got. Mm-hmm. Definitely. But yes, Love Toy it. Story is a, a top top level pick there. Jake, you are surprising me. <gasps> How dare you? <laughs> like in such a good don't way. You, don't you dare diss the nerdy Jesus. <laughs> I'm not just I would the, never. I'm not just the guy who talks about weird things nobody's seen. <laughs> <laughs> I would never diss Jake. I'm I'm just generally like in awe of his list. Cool. Now I'm gonna bring the tone down with my next one. Oh god, it's gonna be a sad <laughs> It's not. It's just the worst. It is one of the worst. <laughs> Anth will never understand why i love this movie so much mm-hmm. and it was the first it was the first time i was introduced to mads mickelson it's from ooh, 2014 clive owen is the fucking worst in this but i still love it for mads mickelson and the guys around him who create um arthur's i don't know what they're called the guys of the round table um but it's it's the 2004 king arthur with clive owen playing King Arthur and Kira oh, Knightley, wow. Mads Mickelson, uh, Hugh Darcy, Dancy, um, I can't pronounce the guy from um, Fantastic Four, Ray Winston, and the um, late great Ray Stevenson as one of my favorite characters in this movie. He played, he played Dagonet, and I love it so much. There's no explanation for it, it's shit. 
I'll give you that. I say, I'm going to go very terrible. quiet because I've got nothing nice to say about this. So I don't want to say. I don't has, want to be that Paul, dick. Nobody <laughs> has nothing nice to say about it, but I absolutely adore it, and it's probably more. It's more to do with the brothers in the group, like the the brotherhood that they've created, um, than anything else. Because mm. I watched it recently. I used to watch this all the time, like all the time. Ridiculous! will never understand it. And it was I saw it was on Disney Plus, and I was like, oh, I'm gonna give it a watch. And it, I just thought, yeah, this isn't the best. Clive Owen's terrible, like really fucking bad. Um, what do you like about it? <laughs> it's them. It's them lot. It's, it's the friendship. Okay, I, I could literally watch a whole movie with um, what's his name, Ray Winston. Mm-hmm. Uh, playing the character that he's playing as Boz, along with his group of friends, and just listen to them interact with each other all day. They are they are hilarious with each other. The guy who plays Uncle Owen in the prequels in Star Wars, he's in it. He's part oh, of that yeah. group. Mm-hmm. Um, it's... But yes, the first time I was ever introduced to Mads Mikkelsen, mm-hmm. he was so fucking weird in this film. Like he didn't barely speak. He had a bird that used to like just go to him and then come back, and they didn't really do anything. He just went off and came back. Um, but again, it's just it's one it's an adventure movie for them. Like I want to see their adventures, and I do get to see a glimpse of it in it, but not a great deal because, yeah, it's one of them things. Where villains. I remember the controversy behind the uh, the advertising campaign more than the movie, because mm. this was the first time that they got like I think a movie did get called out for changing or enhancing the appearance of the actress involved. I can't remember really? which way they did it, but because yeah. Kieran Knightley is, has, is very flat chested, and in the posters yeah. they give her boobs. <laughs> and it was yeah, I remember that. Yeah, and it, it was the first time that it publicly came out where I think it was going on big, where like and like body image was a big thing. They were talking about teenage magazines, and they were like, yeah. "How can they justify uh, doing a movie like poster where?" Uh, even Kira Knightley came out and said it was wrong. Yeah, she, what I think they did. she dragged them. Yeah, I think she dragged them as well. I think she was one of the ones who recognised it. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you would, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah. But again, I love um, there's the side characters that I like, like Dagonet, played by Ray Stevenson, mm-hmm. um, who we are going to get to see in the new Ahsoka series. But sadly, he did pass away earlier this year. He's um, always excellent. In Isn't pretty much he? anything I've seen him in, like he's he, great in Dexter, he's great in Punisher, <laughs> Warzone. <laughs> he's just—he has such a presence about him. Yeah, and especially like as Dagonet, he's—he um, barely speaks, but when he does, it fucking matters. <laughs> and like Ray Winston, like it's they're like they're best friends, and when Dagonet dies, it's like it just wrecks his world completely and the anger that comes from that death is just immense mm-hmm. um but again i'm not i'm not watching it for clive Owen. <laughs> i'm really not That's it's it. i'm not honestly i cannot stand the man mm-hmm. the his acting is so fucking wet that's the only way to describe it is wet. There's nothing, dry, you know, you can get a dry performance and get a really decent performance out of it. Mm-hmm. He's just a wet blanket. It's one He's them, terrible. It's one of them films where it says how bad it is when you prefer uh, a Richard Gere, Sean Connery version of uh, King Arthur mm. and, and The Knight's Table to what we that's got That's it, there. The Knights of the Round Table. Yeah. That's yeah. it. That's what I was thinking of. Sorry. Yeah, but... 
Wow, yeah. It, it's a pick. It's a choice. It's a pick. It's a choice. It's my choice. I have yeah. to stick with it. And I would never slag I you off generally... for your choice, but I I would love to see I finished the movie. <laughs> I can't. Probably I've if... never got to it. You know, it. It's, it's the only choice that I could sit here and I'm like, kind of, I, I, I can understand why people don't like it. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, something deep inside of us, it's like, I fucking love this movie and I don't know why. There's I feel like no... I'm going to watch it now. <laughs> I think it's on Disney Plus. Um, I just remember the shit it got because when it first got like advertised, it was advertised as historically accurate about how King Arthur was. <laughs> oh, it's absolutely Cause, not. Because <laughs> it was supposed to be about uh, King Arthur being a Roman and stuff like that. So they tried to go down that angle. And oh, then yeah. you were like, okay. And then how Gwyneth here was uh, a savage that was rescued or kidnapped, was, depending on yeah, how she, uh, uh, how you how you look at it. <laughs> yeah. And it just was again. I don't like slagging off movies, but I preferred Orgasmo. <laughs> no way! Wow, we've hit That's the bottom of the barrel. <laughs> That's a statement. I had to have this in because it is an adventure movie, and it is one of my favorites. Not that yeah. I, I should never admit to it. <laughs> No, no, never be ashamed. No, never be ashamed of what you like. It, 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 <laughs> it brings discussion and interest. And like, say, if, if you like mm. it for your reasons, no one should ever put it down. But yeah, um, I just wish yeah, I'd seen choices. it because it sounds it sounds fun <laughs> in a train wreck it's, kind of way. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's, what is it, is it called it, King Arthur? It's called King Arthur. It's okay. the it's on Disney Plus. The front cover is it, the front picture is Kira Knightley with the with boy the in the. It's the contra- It's not the controversial picture oh. because her <laughs> arm is across her chest. You can't see it. It's where she's standing oh. up straight. That's the controversial picture. Yeah. I remember that so well. <laughs> yeah, do yeah, the research. That I'm going to keep that short and sweet because there's not a great deal to say apart from. Mads Mikkelsen is fucking great in it. <laughs> that that is a Stevenson. good poll. Like, you know, that would be like good movie trivia about like the, the 2014 Mads Mikkelsen movie. <laughs> like you would be the only one who could pick it up. 2004. Yeah. Oh, four was it? <laughs> 2004. It wasn't even 14. It was four. Um, I don't even think he'd done Casino Royale at this point. And that's the only no. Bond movie I've ever watched is because my love for Mads Mikkelsen starts at that film. Yeah. And oh, well, you picked a good I one watched... there, though. <laughs> it's the only reason I watched Casino Royale was because Mads mm-hmm. Mikkelsen was going to yeah. be in it. And I was like, oh my God, it's a weird guy from Arthur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. Very good. No, no. Glad you, glad you liked it, though. So at least I'm least ending I'm... on a high, so yeah, it's all right. Me, me last picks are good. <laughs> right. So it's my pick then. So. I've had so many like picks in my list. Like, um, again, I'll not try and name too many because I don't want to name anyone that's on any list. But like, there was movies <laughs> like Up, Up nearly made the top five just because yeah. of how emotional and amazing it is. And uh, Never Ending Story almost made me list because it is an epic and but very scary and depressing movie. Um, mm. I even thought about could Back to the Future be classed as an adventure movie because he's going yeah, through yeah, all the things through time yeah yeah so it was very close to being on it but could i really be honest with myself <laughs> if this one wasn't on the pick would i really be telling are you telling gonna tr- throw a curveball here and it's not gonna be what we think it is? <laughs> let the man finish <laughs> no so it, it was always gonna be in the pick Oh it, my god! It, it it had to be there. Like I say, we've 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 shared so much because of this movie <laughs> as well. 
Um, I feel like this movie has brought us all so closer with different elements. Um, And it is the main event. (laughs) (laughs) Why is he got earrings in? Oh, it's Steph. (laughs) It it is and has to be the greatest adventure movie that has ever been. The tuft of hair. Yes, um, I'm glad you left that in. So yes, it it had to be in this thing in the adventure movies. When yeah. you think about like a movie that have has literally everything, and it's just beautiful, like from story wise, and a lot of people can try and pick it apart. It is the perfect movie. It has nothing it bad is. in it. No. It it has it's pure. It has good bad guys it has good heroes it has a pirate ship it's got a very weirdly named pirate called one eye willie which uh asks a lot of questions to spielberg but he might have had choices <laughs> uh chester copperpot showed us the way um it's got the best group of kids where not a single one of them was annoying and it's got yeah, some true. future oscar winners in this cast as well and it has the greatest hero in Sean Astin, who has not did a, made a bad movie. I'll Many adventures that, that man's been yes, on. <laughs> he is the ultra adventurist. Um, yeah. Even, like I say, was it with Adam Sandler uh, in 51st Dates, which he was absolutely oh, hilarious in. Um, <laughs> like I say, Josh Brolin has... Um, as br- we got fucking Thanos Brand. in there, man. fucking Thanos. He tried to take down the world, of course, and Cable. Um, but and fucking Corey Feldman, who was the '80s superstar. But yes, the Goonies is and will always be. And I don't care what anyone else picks after this. The greatest adventure <laughs> we'll just move. Just go home, Jake. Just go home. I'll just I'll just finish off this. The Goonies never say die. <laughs> oh, don't you wish you went last now so you could render the podcast on that? <laughs> no, because I, I didn't want to give anyone a chance to pick it, even though I know you wouldn't dare. We wouldn't dare. <laughs> we really wouldn't dare. It should have been out number I just, five. <laughs> I just had like a feeling like you were gonna like throw a curveball and like just like pick something completely different because we would obviously know that the Goonies would be in your top five. But how much <laughs> yeah, would you have called as bullshit though? That's the thing. Yeah, I know, but, that's true. It's like, At that's least what... you did. You did masterfully tease it out through every entry because I genuinely <laughs> believed you were going to say it for every single one. Paul, I need to know where that picture comes from of you. I think it was just one of like say me in Florida. You were so angry. <laughs> but yes, um, but yeah, I, I, I could not pick it, and it like as you said, it has been the thing that brought us all together in a way. Oh yeah. Well, if, we, if it wasn't like, for the Goonies, we wouldn't have what we're doing now. Yeah, and you've kind of assembled your own Goonies crew <laughs> of miscreants as yes. well, yes. whether you wanted to or not. <laughs> yes, and uh, they've had no choice in the matter. Like as you said, none of you have. Well, a few of you went up to, uh, on uh, Brad's uh, bucket and uh, left us uh, in certain <laughs> yeah. ways, but. Uh, but most most people yes. stayed with us. Um, like I say, what w- went for fortune and fame. I am definitely mouth in the whole Goonie situation. Like I really, really fucking am. So that <laughs> ah, so that's a good one. Let's let's like say the miscreants that is uh, our podcast team. Let's give them a roll. Then. 
So, okay, I'm claiming mouth straight away. <laughs> right. So uh, Jake is clearly data. Okay. Yeah, he's he's always good. coming up with different adventures, uh, uh, inventions, and trying new things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you know what? I would have. I would have said. Uh, oh no! No. Hmm. Wait a minute. Um. Goodwill is clearly chunk because we're getting to do the shuffle, <laughs> shuffle, and each strips yeah. on on stream. And that so he, he, would, the... he would talk that much if he was kidnapped as well. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so who's Brad? <laughs> so who's Brad? Who's Brad? Um, Lee? Just if we could mix a Discord in there? Um, no, Lee's probably Steph. We're running out of people. <laughs> oh, I'm trying to think of who, who could be. Uh, um, the Toonies. <laughs> I mean, Chris is clearly clearly, clearly the Corey of the podcast. <laughs> uh, that's that's mouth, that's Sam. So I'll, that's I'll be, mouth, that's I'll, me. I'll, I'll be, I'll be Mikey. I, I can be the leader. I can take us on this trip. Yeah, true. Yes, but uh, love it. But oh, yeah, that's, that's so funny. <laughs> but Beth can be Mama yeah. Fratelli. And the Hawaiian shirts, chunk like falls like right with goodwill. <laughs> Good it's like, not just the talking pass. It's the booby trap. But yeah, um, I love the fact that you said you... Goodwill would talk that much if he was a terrible. <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't be telling the story about how he barked. It's like Michael Jackson came to my house. <laughs> Chain reaction, pukathon. <laughs> how the fuck are you going to follow this, Jay? Oh, it's not about following. That's what the goonies oh. are all about. Like they all uplift each other, don't they? <laughs> they work yes. together they... to get, the... get video. Wait, are we not the Are we not the always sunny version of <laughs> the goonies? The goonies. <laughs> the gang like... does the goonies. <laughs> we like take the everything good about the goonies and turn it's it the other way around. Oh, well. That's us. Yes. I mean, yeah, like like you gave me a good character with uh, with data because I could definitely see myself being like. Uh, a chunk and getting kidnapped immediately <laughs> having oh, all no, the bad me luck too. Yeah, <laughs> me too but i'm definitely mouth i definitely talk a lot of shit yeah. so. <laughs> um just just laughing away at myself now oh, um, it, it's interesting though paul because like you're the second like i've had like two friends in my life who've like talked up the goonies massively <laughs> like made me watch it again <laughs> make it live for the so, trauma <laughs> so it, it, it lives up to the hype though because like i mean what else can you say about it like it's it's it, it is a massive adventure and and like you were saying earlier paul it's got that perfect thing where like it's like away from the parents like nobody like ruins it like there's no like it's yeah, all like no one's coming to look for them no nobody's not like, really <laughs> not until way later until right it's like the end. chunk makes a decision to take in this uh human being like that is sloth uh-huh. so, you live with you live with us now yet? and like say, when the, when the rescue it's like not like it's oh, saying to bring them fucking pizza. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what you want in the eighties, though. Like Absolutely. you know, Ninja Turtles pizza to make yourself it's feel such better. Such a high expectation of your parents, and then when you you know you did pull shit like that yourself, and we're out all day, and you didn't <laughs> get that reception when you came home. No. <laughs> to be fair, though, right, though, how many how many crimes would Sloth have committed <laughs> in this part of the gang, and they just let him off? Say it's already just Sloth, but um. Donna, Don, Donna can be Andy because, like I said, like say, she's a bit of a the, like the slutty character of the Goonies, so Donna can be that. That's oh. fine. <laughs> oh no, that's our old Paul back to his old tricks. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, but yes. So the Goonies is my final pick there. So yes, Jake, take us away. And, 
Okay, well, I'm going to stick on the pirate theme. <laughs> Does anyone oh, recognize water. the ship behind me? Probably not. But <laughs> my number one favorite adventure movie as a child, and I still will enjoy it to this day and say it is the best movie that these particular characters have been involved in. It is Muppet Treasure Island. <laughs> yes, Jake. I thought you were going to go with the Burt Lancaster one, like the original, but yeah. No. And you're a professional pirate. <laughs> wear a suit. <laughs> <laughs> when Tim Curry yeah. had his second best performance, shall we say. Oh, yeah. Hey. I think he, he really does steal the show. Because, I mean, the little boy isn't exactly setting the world on fire, which I think he became a like an impressionist comedian kevin Mm -hmm. he did this whole thing this whole sketch show thing in the bbc if you've ever watched benadorm he plays (laughs) a peter andre um, a peter andre um tribute act yeah yeah that's him (laughs) that's that's perfect but yeah like um this movie to me would have 100 been my first exposure to the treasure island story (laughs) because there was no way i was reading that book as a child no but like um and I also loved the Muppet show when I was a kid, even though that was like, you know, reruns from like the 70s or whatever. I think oh, yeah. maybe Muppets Tonight might have been on as well. That was like the 90s Did one. You not, were you not a Muppets Baby either? I, Muppets mm, Baby. I think wasn't Muppet Babies on like the Disney Channel or something? It can't have been because I watched it and we didn't have Sky okay. and I went to see them at the Sunland Empire. It was, was real-life yeah. Muppet Babies. Real-life Muppet Babies. I did it, Jake. I did it. Sunday <laughs> Empire. I think it was BBC One. That Muppet okay. Babies on Sunday, Saturday mornings. I yeah. Thought it, yeah, I thought a bunch. But, like, this one was, like, one of those random trips, you know, like, where, like, like it was, like, me auntie was, like, okay, we're taking you all to the cinema because it's, like, the summer holidays. And I was, like, yeah, fine, whatever. What are we seeing? What with Treasure Island? Okay, fine, whatever. Never heard of it. <laughs> and it was just one of those things where I like had a blast, like every second of it. I love pirates. I mean, I was talking about One Piece earlier. Like, mm. I just love pirate stories. I love pirates so much because of this movie that I don't like Pirates of the Caribbean because it's not as fun. It's as not, is it? Island. I don't know. It's. I love Muppets in Manhattan, the Manhattan yeah. one. I absolutely adore that movie. But when it comes to more modern, saying that I love the new one as well, I can't stop laughing at that film. Um, <laughs> but when it comes to like like the the 90s era of Muppets, this and Christmas Carol, oh God, I just love them all. I really do. I love this film. I love yeah. It's it's got that like classic like Muppets charm as well, where yes. like half the characters are, are aware of the cameras, but like the other half aren't, and you get like all those like silly jokes, like Tim Curry when he's singing his song, being like "Upstage, lads, this is my only number," because <laughs> it's like his only like solo song that he gets. Um, the the very um the very much to the camera in this one, um, and yeah. but they are in they they do it quite a bit in. Um, Christmas Carol as well. Yeah, they've got that luxury, don't they? The Muppets yeah. that they could just be like, okay, we're in the story, then we're jumping out of the story. Mm-hmm. And yeah, Gonzo and, you, and, and Rizzo. Gonzo and Rizzo don't talk. They're not like the narrators, but they're very much like weird characters that don't really belong in the story. No. <laughs> like Rizzo's like selling like you know tour passes to other rat characters. They're all having a cruise while the pirate stuff's going on <laughs> I, I do think this film didn't get as much credit just because it followed christmas carol yeah which so, i hadn't yeah. seen mm. and when when everyone's like oh i'm up at christmas carol i'm like 
What do you mean Christmas Carol? Like, <laughs> Treasure Island. Do you mean Treasure Muppets Island? <laughs> I'm, I'm, old, I'm old enough to say where the Muppets take Manhattan. So that's, that's that... how old I am. <laughs> that's your... <laughs> Same but yeah, like, I just like this... I don't know. It's just, this is good. Like, this is good comedy to me. This is a good adventure. Like, you know, Jim goes from like being a, a silly, like pot washing boy to be, to going on a pirate adventure. Be a professional pirate. <laughs> yeah. Well, he doesn't want to be once he sees what like Long John Silver's got going. Like, I mean, I think as a kid, I would have joined Long John Silver because like Definitely. Tim Curry, <laughs> I would have trusted him 100%. 100%. I would have been on that. You see, I'm, I'm a kind of person who'll jump to power. And, yeah yeah so good good to know you... sammy. <laughs> so basically if, if anyone wants to overflow me just get sammy on board and she'll go yes i want and the I'll, power. Be, I'll be there absolutely <laughs> um i love the fact that now um tiktok is showing videos of behind the scenes to do with um it was treasure island and oh, there wow. is an interview with um tim curry dressed in his pirate outfit <laughs> with the muppet version of tim curry in the pirate outfit and it is a fucking amazing interview so they built the a puppet were... just for an interview no they built it just for him mm-hmm. so we yeah. had his own puppet when he left set and um, and he they're doing this whole sit down conversation with each other and it is just fuck mind-blowing if i, I send it to <laughs> michaela not long ago i'll see if i can find it and i'll put it in one of our chats <laughs> but it's just it's it's heartwarming to look yeah. at the two like to look he has his own puppet. <laughs> but like, th- there was a lot of things like back that that I feel like where I got the wrong version of the story, so to speak, where I'd like see the parody in The Simpsons before I saw like the real thing. Yeah. This was 100% another one, but not many people have touched like Treasure Island from what I can remember, like after this. <laughs> like, <laughs> but it is a cool story. Like, you know, like I've went back like since and like watched like an old version of the movie. And it, it kind of does follow the main story beats as silly as it is, but it's got like all the parts in it, like, you know, the betrayals and the sort of like the intrigue about like Flint's <laughs> treasure and stuff like that. <laughs> I actually have the VHS in my back room. I have, I in your bathroom, did you yeah. say? Back room. Oh, so it's, what, that's a funny place to keep a the VHS reading, in the bathroom. Just, I mean, to be honest, I'm running out, I am literally running out of space <laughs> to keep things. But when Michaela moved out of my mum's house and into her own, she has like boxes upon boxes of VHSs and she had no room to keep them. And I was like, bring them to my house. <laughs> I was like, I'm not getting rid of them. I like, I have a VHS player so I can like... So... I always feel like I should be doing this with Michaela, like, say, like with it, her being like, the ultimate geek. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's more of a nerd than I am. She just doesn't like to admit it. <laughs> but yeah, I suppose this is our first musical number, musical it's movie. great songs in it. <laughs> Yeah, like, um, and just like having Tim Curry there, this was my first exposure to Tim Curry, I think, as wow. a kid. Because right, I, I didn't I didn't see Home Alone 2 a lot because I, I just had the first one, I think. So mm-hmm. I just fell in love with him from this and how he's like, how you can, how he totally does trick the, like, if you don't know the story, mm-hmm. he tricks the audience as well as the main character. Yeah. You, you don't know he's evil until like about halfway through. <laughs> 
even though unless like, you've read Treasure Island, but that's yeah. <laughs> unless like, or unless you listen to uh, Billy Connolly when he's like, "Beware the one-legged man." <laughs> <laughs> Forget Billy Connolly's in this. I'm gonna have to go back and watch it. He's one of the only like he's one of the only human characters to die in front of the Muppets. <laughs> Just it, like he he'll tell it on his stand-up where he's like, "Oh man, like uh, trust me to be like the only person who like dies in a Muppet movie." <laughs> but, All uh, for the joke of whether it can go like we're standing in a room with a dead guy and then run out. <laughs> if anyone wants to go back and watch an old T- Tim Curry movie as well, though, go and watch Clue. It is absolutely oh, fantastic. Clue is phenomenal. And it is perfect for Tim Curry. It's got about 17 endings, but it is. But that's the so who knows which one you're going to get. <laughs> yes, exactly. But yeah, sorry. That's that's a different podcast for a different day. So yes, I'll uh... just go and watch Rocky Horror because that's my introduction into Tim Curry was Rocky Horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. At, at a young age, at a young, at an age I should never have ever. <laughs> this should have been what I was introduced to him as was Muppets Treasure Island. Well, yeah, but he's another horror. like you touched on it before. He's another one of those actors where he can he can disappear into a role, even yeah. though he's like so like iconic, like looking. Like you guys were talking about it not too long ago, <laughs> yeah. and like you can hear him in it, but it doesn't look like him yet. No. He acts. The perfect part of like a horrible clown, horrified maniac clown. Yeah, and but no, yeah, least, I think it's. Let me just point out as well. He's amazing in Legend as well as the Devil. Legend. Yep. So yeah, I don't know Muppets Adventure. That's 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 me happy. <laughs> I would gladly get on that ship, even if Fuzzy Bear waka was financing waka. the thing. <laughs> oh, I love Fuzzy Bear. He's my. I know, but he's Muppet. uh. He's an irresponsible uh, financier of the the voyage, but that's I suppose why Kermit we was get. There. That's why I re- I get it. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it Love even it. had the stupid jokes of like when the Swedish chef shows up and they're like, "How else are we going to get him in this movie?" <laughs> he starts attacking the tomatoes. <laughs> Very good pick, though. Never thought we'd Excellent get, get the Muppets tri- uh, Treasure Island in uh, in a pick. In the top five, so that's always a cool one. <laughs> I love it, uh, Jake. I've, I've absolutely loved your list. I've loved yours, Paul. Um, I just uh, Jake, I just wasn't sh- like a Paul. I've I've done this so long with him now. I'm kind of like getting. I, I get. I know where it's going. Um, yours was <laughs> yours. I was I was a bit thrown. Lovely, loved it. <laughs> what What are you gonna round us off with? Then? <sighs> okay, you're probably gonna hate it, but I love it. And um, <laughs> you're not. You're not. Um, it's from 2011. Oh. It's technically classed as a sci-fi comedy, mm-hmm. but I see such a huge adventure in it that I couldn't not pick it. It actually crosses in the realms of nerdism. It crosses in the realms of sci-fi massively. Um, it actually covers a lot of ground when it comes to genres put into one movie. It stars the two greatest, most modern-day duos in cinema and television history, for in my opinion, um, it is the 2011 Paul. Oh wow! Yeah. You're just trying to butt a Paul up now, aren't you? <laughs> and how, how perfect that it was my last pick. It was always going to be my last pick, and I'm the last one to go as well. Um, <laughs> I I just so I do see this as an adventure. I know it's very sci-fi because it's you know alien. Um, yeah. There's obviously an alien in it, but it's getting that alien home. Mm, yeah. And there's very different bits of like compartments I fit into getting that alien back home again. And it's a big, for me, I think it's a 
great adventure. Yeah. And like we've just had aliens revealed to like the real world yeah. with and a nobody massive, gives a shit. With a massive meh. <laughs> <laughs> no. I was I was expecting more news and like more stuff to come yeah. out about with that, but people just like, all right then. So but much conspiracy and nothing. But it's more believable now that you might accidentally come across an alien and be like, right, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you. You you seem like you've run on hard times here. <laughs> <laughs> Landed on you Earth. You sound like Seth Rogen. Yeah, <laughs> which he isn't exactly who I would cast for a, a tiny green man. <laughs> so. A grey man, he's green. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah. I I love. I'm colorblind. Remember? <laughs> oh, that's true. I'm sorry. Hey, sorry Martian's always green in a. <laughs> <laughs> um, it starts off at San Diego Comic Con, so it kind of has the nerd feel. It ends at San oh, Diego yeah. Comic Con, um, so it has the nerd aspect to it. Um, it has one of the famous routes of um, from, oh gosh, is it from San Diego to Vegas, and you can cut through it, and you can do the whole alien route. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, okay, right. Yeah, and that me and Ant will always get oh, that's a bucket list thing. That is what we will do. Like oh, from you're San Diego, did Sammy don't do it? <laughs> I, the likelihood is I would end up joining a cult more than I'd be abducted. It's only hard. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I just I love this movie, and I like I love uh, Kristen Wiig in it. Mm. Um, her whole Darwinism T-shirt that she has on it's hilarious. <laughs> um, I love a dad. I love the two policemen, who's obviously Boyle. Um, yeah, from Nine and you've got the you brilliant no Bill Hader. <laughs> you've got the brilliant Bill Hader in there as well, and then to top it all off, you got fucking Sigourney Weaver at the end. Yep, the the classic alien. <laughs> you might not see it as you probably will see it more as a sci-fi, but as I said to you earlier, when I'm looking at like from getting to point A to point B and no, whatever no, goes on it, in between, hundred percent, it isn't an, an adventure movie. It's just it should have like the as you mentioned, what a brilliant cast. Mm-hmm. If you look at the cast and like everything that went on to what we got. It, it should have been better. That's that's oh my, my take on it. Um, I, I, <laughs> to me, it's always been like a little bit of a disappointment because the oh, the caliber the caliber so caliber of actors and stuff. It just felt like a, a longer version of a Saturday night uh, a Saturday night live sketch. Yeah, and that's Which already run a bit long. <laughs> yeah, but oh, see, I. I don't, I, I don't know. Maybe I'm watching it through rose tinted glasses, and because mm. it's Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, and they can do absolutely no wrong in my eyes. Maybe yeah, that's I think, what it is. I think when I watched it, I was definitely in the mind frame of like, oh, this is going to be like a bit of fun, you know? Like I'm not mm. expecting like mm-hmm. a massive thing, but it also like goes back to like the roots of like alien autopsy, like. Mm. That weird thing I that happened in the UK. I absolutely love that movie. It's and like, so good. And, and the Ant and Deck thing. It's kind of like them like redoing a kind of like a weird famous double act talking about did, aliens. <laughs> did nobody really like that movie? Because I thought it was brilliant. <laughs> I thought it was great. You were just supporting the local lads, weren't you? <laughs> Bless you. Um, but yeah, with Paul, like, it's always one of the things that I was expecting like to have almost like the Shaun of the Dead type of humour. I know it didn't have Edgar Wright uh, doing mm. the writing behind it and stuff, but it, it just felt a bit lost, and having Simon Pegg and Nick Frost in it, it, again, they could have got more with the cast. I thought Nick Frost, to me, 
was the biggest disappointment in the movie. I didn't find him oh, funny. Really? I thought I, I didn't like his performance. And again, this is me sound like a complete arsehole now, so I feel bad. <laughs> no, you know, you know, not at all. If this is this how you feel about it, you're not yeah. like shit. You're not like totally shit down. You're giving something behind it. Mm-hmm. I, I, th- I, just, I do I think love... Nick Frost is hit and miss. Like I think it's, but do you think it's maybe a kind of thing where it's whoever's it... writing for him? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if he doesn't like it, he's not gonna like. Yeah, put a massive... it, but he's always gonna he's always gonna do it for Simon's yeah. sake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simon's sake. But, but, but <laughs> um... I, I do feel like this was a movie wrote and. For Seth Rogen, rather than a movie wrote for Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, you 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 you're right in that respect because the I don't know though, but I still love the I love the relationship, and obviously there's gonna the chemistry is always there between them two. But I love the fact that they introduce themselves as the writer and the artist. Yeah, like they'll go, like mm. one of them will go, oh, he's the writer and I'm the artist. Like I just I love that like yeah little so, bits that they have together. I think the best way I can put it, imagine that movie now. If they had the people behind Spaced doing it and the cast behind Spaced doing it, imagine what you would have got. You would have had Jessica Haynes as, Mm. um, I've just said her name, Kristen Wiig. The two policemen would have been Reese Shearsmith and (laughs) Paddy Hinged. Imagine where that would have went though, like like the levels and like the darkness. Oh, and tyres. Like tyres or something is one of the police. Oh my God, I could totally recast (laughs) the whole of Paul with spaced (laughs) characters. I get now you're writing the Saturday Night Live sketch. (laughs) I get what you mean, but there's something just so special about this. And again, it probably Mm. is just the love that I have for Mm. Simon Pegg and Nick Frost that that carries the movie for us because I'm not looking at what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. I'm just like in awe. It's got nerdy shit in and Comic Con. and That's like an element of like the the enjoying the adventure movie, though. It's like, would you want to like go? with the characters on this yes, adventure because some of the absolutely. ones we've talked about tonight have been horrible <laughs> but, you know like 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 bad experiences that you wouldn't want to go on but like mm-hmm. hell yeah you would get in the car with paul and, <laughs> and the yes. writer and the artist and hell yeah i would get on the hispaniola with kermit the frog <laughs> like no question oh, yes no. and paul would hell, hell yeah go down the sewers with the goonies <laughs> <laughs> yeah no, I agree. Well, I'm going to end it with Paul. I'm happy with the list I picked. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it is authentic to me, Very whether or so. not it is hit. good because it's legally binding. These lists, <laughs> yeah, I know. Like. Oh, God, I hope not. Because <laughs> the top, <laughs> we were just talking earlier about how like things change, and mm-hmm. my yeah. our first episode was top five favorite movies. I guarantee you, there's a couple <laughs> of them that's not in there right now. <laughs> <laughs> Certainly, but um, just because there was a few shout outs I wanted to do as well, because I, I was gutted I couldn't name them. Like, the mummy was always one that was yeah, near the, close to this mummy. one, yeah, uh, which was probably the sexiest ever casted movie ever ever made. Um, yeah. <laughs> like Alice in Wonderland almost made the, the list as well from oh, like God Disney, Disney cartoons as well. Um, yeah. National Treasure Nelly made the list for mm-hmm. me as well because yeah, I, I do Willow. really like a silly, you know you know adventure solving puzzles thing <laughs> um willow was one for me that i could but because i'd only seen it the once again it's it's like i've never seen it so and i was like i can't hold a strong conversation about it but um, willow i remember watching it a couple of years ago and just being in mesmerized by it yeah another one that nearly made it national opponents vacation um, <laughs> yeah like say wow the, the Grizz world's going across the country with um like say johnny galetti yeah and, uh 
Kirsten, not Kirsten Wigg. Um, Juliette Lewis. Uh, <laughs> Juliette Lewis. Yes. I, I've never seen it, but I knew that. The minute you said Johnny Galecki, I knew who was. <laughs> like films like that, uh, like Stand By Me was going to be on the list. But as I said, we've just done the episode. We've just, on, yeah. On that Stand was the reason why it wasn't on Mindful, because we had just talked about it. Um, that's a good, like, coming of age. Like, that's probably your perfect, like, uh, that is the perfect childhood adventure. innocence is gone yeah. once we finish this last journey. <laughs> also, it really if, was. Because I know we did an episode not too long ago, Get Nightmare Before Christmas always made it as well. Because, like yeah. I said, you can class it as an adventure. Because Jack goes. Well, Jack from... does have an adventure. Yes, he even ends up in James and the Giant Peach as a, James a and pirate Jack. captain as Again, well. James so he had some kind of adventure. James and the Giant Peach. <laughs> that could have been a good one as well. So I mean, that, I did watch that video a lot as a kid, but I wouldn't say it's my <sighs> favorite. Decent oh my songs God. though. Honey, I shrunk <laughs> the kids. I forgot yeah. about that one. Yeah, so many different. I ones. always want a giant Lego in me. Yeah, but in me, gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like i was saying like a uh, little little character big world that's always a hit <laughs> yep but well yeah. this was so fun i have honestly i've missed doing top fives mm-hmm. i've not missed thinking about them that's for damn sure <laughs> but <laughs> i have missed doing top fives it's, it feels like it's been a, a while for me bless you yeah. we've done well i think i think i won but yeah I, always no, think I think I win. Jake won. Sorry, I think Jake won. Yeah, I think Paul always wins. I think. <laughs> wow, what is wrong with you? Your list was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah so Jake is very Goonies... subservient. It, it does what he's told. It's fine. No, <laughs> the Goonies was. It's. It is just a good adventure. <laughs> yes, uh, but I said with Hook, uh, like I said, to live is the ultimate adventure. But yes, um, oh. so tomorrow night is. Uh, do you want to say it? Because I can't say it. Bagul. Bagul uh, from Sinister, the monsters up north. You'll learn all about this crafty son of a bitch. Um, <laughs> Please stick with us. We tried so hard. I will announce next week's episode in the chat on Monday because there is a point halfway where you'll see me realise we haven't picked next week's episode and I haven't oh. got it there to announce at the end. So I will tell you in the chat tomorrow night. Cool. <laughs> That's a good tease. Um, yeah. So you've got to tune in to find out. But yes, yes. Uh, Goodwill will be live again on Friday. He'll be doing yeah. uh, his trekking shit with Graham. Uh, We're planning to be live on Tuesday as well. Probably oh, uh, oh, excellent. doing cool. some more power washing, me and Goodwill oh. back together again. Oh, <laughs> yay! Mm. Another dirty adventure. The dirty, excellent. The dirty purpose cleaning things up again. Um, <laughs> we have a very special episode next Sunday. We won't be live, so I do apologise, but we will be filming during the day where we are mm-hmm. all going to be trying to go like a round table. So it'd be a different look, different feel. Um, we will be basically sitting around talking shit, um, just having a conversation uh about being punching distance of each other yeah (laughs) and getting to know us just a little bit more and where we can have honest conversations where a screen isn't in the way of (laughs) see see who can lick goodwill first but yeah (laughs) no in your house how long it takes goodwill to leave (laughs) yes so yes um so that video video hopefully will be up on the sunday night and can't promise it'll be up for half seven but there will be editing. This is going to be actually the first video we do fucking edit as well. So. Wow. <laughs> Cut out all the edited. fights. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, 
And then, like I say, we've got a few things lined up. Like I say, we've been in full swing for planning the charity podcast. Um, like I say, the 24 hours, the 14th of October, we've got the date. We will be posting more about this this week. We will mm. be posting the the just it's a just giving just giving page. Just uh, giving, give it, give. I don't know what it's called. It's where you can donate funds, money. It doesn't go to us. We are going to be doing it towards uh, cancer research because mm-hmm. it, cancer has affected so many people in the group and so many part of the team as well. Um, we will also just like say give you a few announcements for this as well. Like the first few hours will be like say a free for all with the Discord deviants coming on for a chat um <laughs> we have um like i say a quiz lined up uh, for later on in the evening where jess will be running the quiz and a few people will be joining in a few special guests um we possibly will be having a few people join us uh sammy will be talking to people about monsters goodwill and graham will be talking to people about trek i will be talking a lot of shit about a lot of people and we will be playing games throughout uh, the night as well um, just because I don't think anyone wants to come on and talk shit to us throughout uh, two or three o'clock in the morning. But... Hey, if you can get, if you come on two or three o'clock in the morning, come talk shit with us. Because yes. I tell you what, it'll be one of the best conversations you've ever had. Unhinged rambling. Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. And just why don't you just chew in for twenty four hours and just say, if me and Paul kill each other? Well, we won't kill each other. Like, say, like, say. like Sam will just leave the room and then show up behind Paul. Like on the video, there's enough time. Do, did anyone, I know where he lives. Did, did anyone do that Big Bang episode uh, where Sheldon and Penny have a conversation for a little, for like uh, twenty minutes and look at each other and see if they, and, the and see if they can fall in love? Let's see if that that's true. There, Sammy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's make, let's make, year, the, let's make the dream come true. It's going to get really weird at 3 a.m. <laughs> we'll find out who's got the biggest nipples in the podcast as well. As well yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's all to come. And like I say, yeah. if we can do the full 24 hours, it's going to be... We are going to do the full 24 hours. We're going to do it. Of course, we don't have a choice. <laughs> exactly. We've committed. If we, can get, Paul, if we can get a sponsorship for like adult nappies as well, that would be great. But yeah. Oh, hell yeah. There's going to be pizza parties and all sorts and it's going to be so much fun the only the only thing i could go wrong is paul falls asleep on the keyboard and hits stop (laughs) turns everything off yes (laughs) yes. yeah but failing that (laughs) we We will be be... there for 24 hours many costume changes for me because i have a whole wardrobe planned oh wow it's a shame you only get to see this part I only have to worry about this part. After after midnight, Sammy will show what's underneath the desk, but yes. As long as you pay like a thousand pounds. That's the thing, yes. It's like, <laughs> see, we'll yeah, we'll, we'll do things PC. throughout the day as well. If people donate, we'll get Sammy to see what shit we can get Sammy to do. Um, you just not have a me, um, me pumpkin cardigan, that's for damn sure. <laughs> but yes, so same bad time, same bad channel. Stay nerdy, everyone. Bye. Bye. Bye.